Ladies and gentlemen, I have to start this episode by saying one simple thing. Joe Rogan, you were wrong. You were wrong. I was right. You see, my friends, seven months ago, it's a little bit more than seven months ago, I was on the Joe Rogan podcast and I told him, Joe, we need a one world government because the Galactic Federation is not going to allow Earth to join so long as we are not unified under one governing authority. And you know what Joe said to me? He said, I don't think there's a Galactic Federation. Obviously, I was joking. I thought the whole thing was hilarious. But now we have this kind of funny story. The former head of the Israeli space program said aliens are real. Well, he said UFOs, but he said galactic federation. So he basically said aliens are real. And they're waiting for us to kind of calm down before revealing themselves. Now, I know a lot of people are like, Tim, this is a clickbait title. It's not true. Well, hold on. There's a man named Paul Hellier. Our good friend Luke Rudkowski actually knows him, correct? Yes, I do. And he was in an interview that he did with me a couple years ago, which was pretty eye-opening to say the least. What's his title? He is the former Canadian defense minister. He said aliens are real. Not only that, he said aliens are real and they're not coming to the earth because we keep fighting each other and they're denying us secret technology. And if we could stop fighting, we could have this. So, 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 so basically we have confirmation from a different government, different authority figure, different old guy saying, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm going to be taking everything on the table and letting the people know what's going on. And uh, yes, Paul Heller and now this Israeli government official from the space program coming out and essentially saying the same thing. It's confirmation. Yeah. Well, okay, listen, everybody calm down. We're having fun tonight, okay? We're nearing the end of the year. The story comes out. Everybody's rolling with it because it's fun. It's funny. But let me ask you a serious question. When a government official, former high-ranking official, comes out and says, here's a thing, why would you choose to believe or disbelieve them? If a former intelligence agent, you know, came out and said, or the head of an intelligence agency, you know, said Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians— we had, what, more than half this country, most people entertaining the possibility at the very least, and many who still believe it right now. Okay, I don't know if aliens are real, if they're coming here, but you have the challenges. Who am I to question these two individuals who have now said very similar things? Well, it's not just them. It's also Harry Reid. Of, oh, that's right. Harry Reid just said it, didn't he? Yep. Bunch of old guys. There's also very interesting comments from Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. That who, was a joke from... Of course, but, or was it? Or, or was, was it? it? <laughs> and uh, we have to understand here, there is a lot of data. There is a lot of kind of circumstantial things coming together that do right, paint right. a picture that something could be up. It's going to be a fun show because we've got a ton of news to go through. We got this. Uh, this is a legitimate story from verified, like several different news outlets are reporting the same thing. This guy has said this, that the UFOs are here. There's a galactic federation. We got to chill. And we've got a bunch of news around this, especially quotes from Obama. That was on, it was on Jimmy Kimmel. We've also got news about microwave weapons potentially being used in India and the Havana syndrome, which is basically these people who are in Cuba, like diplomats started getting this weird fatigue and like headaches and memory loss and couldn't like fuzzy vision. And they think it was they, that somebody was using microwave weapons on them. Now we're hearing it may actually be China who's doing it. So this is crazy. We've also got some other really big stories we'll get to. There was a Trump supporter who had his house bombed. Mm -hmm. And a, I don't know if this is a big story or not, but Ian noticed this. This is not like reported anywhere. What you notice that Joe Rogan's episodes off, off YouTube all gone? Yeah, like not all, but like most of them. All the ones that I could find, the full episodes have at least four point four million views. So it looks like he left a lot of his big shows up. A bunch of the Joe Rogan episodes are gone. It feels kind of silly, like you know, opening with a joke about Joe, but then we actually have like something on, on his channel. Now, the only reason I would talk about that is because it's the biggest podcast in the world. 
But there actually is some news around Joe's show. Um, there's like a bunch of people writing stuff. Fans are upset. You know, I see people making, uh, you know, comments about it. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into it because, you know, I think a lot of people are looking for celebrity gossip around this stuff. But I do think it's, 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 it's really Im- important to talk about, you know, where these, uh, these episodes have gone, why they're gone. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it's, uh, I'm Tim Poole. We're hanging out. This is Tim, Poole, uh, Tim Cass IRL podcast. We got Luke, who is just chiming in. Who's... You messed up my introduction. I was going to say, help, you're kidnapping me. You spelled <laughs> help wrong. I know. I did it on purpose. And I did a little uh, Tim Poole drawing right here as well, just to highlight. What? You spelled help. Well. It, it says, I know. I know. Why does it say? That was a joke. That was why? a joke. I was going to act like you're kidnapping me because you had me on for like th- three times it in a row. It says help. Now. I know. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Why? But regardless of that. Hi. <laughs> who are you dog whistling to? <laughs> yeah, I am... The Supreme Allied Commander behind WeAreChange.org. My favorite type of dog is a pit bull pug. And an interesting fact about me is that Henry Kissinger has personally insulted me to my face <laughs> oh, on wow. many occasions. That's very cool. So I like that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Luke, you live a ridiculous life. Yes, I do. Uh, Ian's chilling, of course. He's got a, a crystal ball with a tinfoil hat on. Yeah, and I truly believe when we develop warp drive, then the aliens would be like, okay, now, now we can we do can. That's Star Trek. Yep. No, nah, they're going to be like, we're using you for cheap labor, so make our widgets. Mm-hmm. There's an be- interesting theory about nuclear weapons that we're going to be talking about in a little bit. Could be one of the reasons why aliens are here, according to some people who theorize about it. So, sorry, and don't forget, Sour Patch Lids is producing. I am. I'm over in the corner. I have an even special guest than Luke. There was. I looked down, and there was a little stink bug on my stink microphone. Bug. He's hanging oh, out. Yeah. You can see him there. There's he's right. He's on the bottom there. Oh, look, like there he is. Guys. Yeah, anyway, he's it's stink cool. bug season. They're trying, they're trying to me. escape winter. You're mm-hmm. comparing me to a stink bug. No, he's cooler no, yeah, he's better. Yeah. Stink, I like stink better. bugs. They smell bad, but they're they they're they're very clumsy, docile. Yeah, yeah, docile and clumsy. And like, it's funny when they panic. And like, it's like you're not escaping. You're just like kind of frantically. I wonder if that's like us with the aliens. Like, no, yeah, they did look like us like stink bugs. We got yeah. a lot to talk about with the aliens, man. First, anyway. All right, let me actually pull up the. <laughs> I, I have this tweet, but we'll pull up the real news. Check this out. This is from JewishPress.com. This is a NewsGuard certified website. I am doing this because the left is going to be like Tim Pool conspiracies. Nope, no, no, no. It's news guarded. News guard. Ninety-two point five out of a hundred, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. This is almost as good as they come. Former head of Israel's space program. The aliens asked not to be revealed. Humanity not yet ready. So this guy is professor. Professor, mind you, Haim Ashed. He served from 1981 to 2010 as the head of Israel's security space program and over the years received the Israeli, the Israel Security Award three times, twice for confidential technological inventions. So if he went nuts and this possibility is always open, it had to have happened over the past decade. And the reason we think the good professor may have lost his marbles has to do with an interview he gave uh, seven days ago, I guess. Oh, he gave seven days. The Shabbat edition of Yedioth Arahanoth. Aharonoth. Okay. Valiant. Israel's largest circulation for paying newspaper in which he says, quote, the aliens have asked not to announce that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. Professor Ashed told Yedioth, among other things. Here's his quote. The UFOs have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not yet ready. Well, he kind of just broke that promise it's like hey dude don't let my you know don't let my girlfriend know that i'm going to be coming over yeah okay i'm gonna text her right now no don't we doing oh come on man trump was on the verge of revealing but the aliens in the galactic federation you see galactic federation are saying wait let people calm down first they don't want to start mass hysteria they want to first make us sane and understanding they have been waiting for humanity to evolve and reach a stage where we will generally understand what space and spaceships are 
There's an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. They, too, are researching and trying to understand the whole fabric of the universe. And they want us as helpers. There's an underground base in the depths of Mars where where their representatives are and also our American astronauts. If I had to come up with what I'm saying today five years ago, I would have been hospitalized. Wherever I've gone with this in academia, they've said the man has lost his mind. Today, they're already talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and awards. I am respected in universities abroad where the trend is also changing. Now, this is a man named Paul Hellier. Luke actually knows this guy. Yeah, yeah. Former, former defense minister. I went to a retreat with him at, uh, at Alex's well, well, one second, one second. for some strange that, that was, I love that I, I don't want to confuse it. The next guy we're about to talk to is Paul Hellier. That yes. was the Israel guy. Now we got the Canadian guy. Luke, take it away. Well, the Canadian guy, uh, very powerful, high-level guy that's one of the highest level of government officials that came out and came forward and said aliens are real aliens do exist and he pretty much was saying the same thing that this israeli professor that this head of the former israeli space program is saying security space program exactly now if you look at some of the revelations i think one of the most interesting ones by this professor is that allegedly these aliens stopped nuclear armageddon and it's uh, a very famous conspiracy theory. Yes, which is interesting because if you look right after the Manhattan Project, right after the United States developed and started testing nuclear weapons, there was a very big increase in rise in supposed UFOs, unidentified flying objects. Now, hold on, saw. hold on. Yep. The U.S. is doing secret military weapon experiments mm-hmm. at the, you know, one of which is the Manhattan Project. Yep. So, of course, people are seeing crazy things in the sky. Of course. Yes. I'm not saying. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying what people are kind of correlating together. Paul Hiller came out and said that there are more than just one species of aliens. He uh, His latest interview, he said that there was four different species that what? they've been visiting for thousands of years and that they want to, quote, give us technology if we would stop the wars. And according to him, because of the atomic bomb, they decided that humans are a threat to the cosmos. Wow. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, if you look at some of the kind of accusations here, you know, let's just, you know, let's be, let's, let's, hypothetically, let's talk about them in this kind of possibility here. Because if we talk about aliens stopping nuclear Armageddon, when you go to the DMV, you understand that this is what the government produces. It it, it shouldn't surprise you that there hasn't been a nuclear Armageddon because these same kind of people have nuclear weapons. (laughs) (laughs) So, and there also have been many instances where humanity has almost blown itself up. There's many documented cases of alarms going off that were not really going off of nuclear Armageddon that were stopped. You know know that story of the guy in the submarine? Yep. The Russian guy. Mm -hmm. And they got a false alarm that a nuke was headed, was fired from the U.S. And so they were like, under protocol, you got to fire that nuke in retaliation. And he said, no, I won't do it. Yep. And he did not. What if if he really did? But the aliens stopped it. (laughs) It could be. (laughs) He he didn't follow basic procedures and protocols like he was asked to. So he disobeyed a lawful order, which we need more of to the in this world, which uh, which is extremely commendable. This man pretty much saved the world from nuclear Armageddon. Some people, you know, have different theories that this was aliens. Another thing that came out through this latest revelation is that humans aren't ready, that we have to be, quote, sane and understanding. That was the exact quote by this Israeli professor who said, they want to first make us sane and understanding. 
Now, if you look at current events, especially how people are beating the crap out of each other because of their political gangs, I think we have a little bit of uh, waiting to do until we all become sane and understand. This is, <laughs> I, so so I, one of the things I was joking about was that COVID, and, and, and this is a joke, that the vaccine is because you ever see War of the Worlds? The aliens come, but then they all die from like normal illnesses that are like we're, we're immune to or like don't bother us. So I'm like, there you go, right? Make everybody quarantine for a long time. Get rid of as much of the pathogens as possible. Then the Galactic Federation comes. I'm joking, by the way. I know someone's going to take it out of context. But Mike Cernovich tweeted this. In a on April 27th, he said, me, they've kept us inside because they want to reveal aliens. You, a very serious person. No, me. And then he links to a story from BuzzFeed. The Pentagon has officially released three videos showing UFOs. He just responded today with the Jerusalem Post saying, oh, and they mentioned the Israeli security chief. But we do have even more information. Just a few days ago, leaked Pentagon UFO report revealed shock pick of mystery silver cube over Atlantic as fears of aliens beneath the seas. Check this out. You can't really see it. it's a tiny dot. Look at that. Zoom in. What is that? That's a crazy spaceship. Yeah. Well, now the videos that we're talking about that Cernovich was talking about were declassified just seven months ago. Yeah. And they come from 2007, yep. 2017. They were released by the New York Times. They were released by a larger project of individuals coming together outside of government, including with Harry Reid, trying to get as much information out there as possible. Now, what's really interesting about the government declassifying these videos, it's, it's, it's the same government that's been lying about these videos and about their official tax task force that is working towards discovering UFOs. The United States for a very long time has had a task force. The U.S. military and the U.S. government has always been denying it. But now they're starting their own new task force, which is they just started a couple months ago, which is really interesting. Trump, two months ago, also came out and said that he is going to take a long and hard look into aliens. And then automatically he started talking about the military prowess of the United States, which maybe hypothetically the aliens said, uh oh, we got to let Joe Biden win. <laughs> what if, what if, what if the aliens, what if it's not China? That's, you know, the threat. What if Trump is actually fighting against the aliens? He did start the space force, which is interesting yeah, yeah. to kind of theorize about. And in the future, it's going to be the globe, the, the, the earth globalists versus the galactivists. Yes. They're going to be like, we live on earth. You know, we're all from earth. We're humans, not yep. these. You know, Gazorpians. Now, this I, I think this truly deserves to, to be discussed. We can laugh about it, but I do think people have their own kind of interpretations. It's important to note what people are kind of interpreting throughout some of this kind of information dump that we're seeing from some of these government officials. And some of them are saying that this could be fallen demons and angels. This is usually coming from the very religious crowd. A lot of conspiracists are saying that this is advanced U.S. technology to scare the public into submission, as documented and talked about through Project Bluebeam, which theorizes that a world of uh, a, a world this? of what the is world this? is coming together, and that hypothetically the U.S. government is going to control people by using fake aliens. Like in order Watchmen, to, exactly. You guys and have you seen Watchmen? The third group of people, some of it. Have are, you read Watchmen? Michael Mouse got uh, mad. At before me we get in that, third group mm. of people are people who think there's UFOs out there and. That might be UFO. So, so I think it's important to clarify that. I've read so that. But much. But we've seen this in entertainment in Hollywood, just like we saw in Watchmen. Uh, what happened? Then? Red. Different. Yes. So it's originally a graphic novel, and they made a movie out of it. Uh, the movie is very different. In the in the graphic novel, 
there is it's this it's the Cold War. There's a verge of nuclear apocalypse. So this uh, the villain, basically, spoiler alert, it's from the 80s, I think. So, you know, if you haven't read it or seen the movie, he stages an alien invasion to create an, uh, a unified enemy. So Earth must come together and avert nuclear apocalypse to defeat the aliens. And then, you know, there's like, you know, stuff afterwards, Rorschach, and he's got his journal, and then someone finds it and stuff like that. But yeah, stage an alien invasion, because then you can get everyone to come together under a one world authority. But also think about intersectionality, right? The the the, the intersectionality, uh, inter, in, you know, whatever you want to call it, the critical race theorists, critical gender theorists, they want to erase identity almost. It's weird, though, because they're very much inflaming identity-based yeah. tensions. But like, if you look at the surface of what they're doing, it's all about inclusivity and diversity and anyone can be anything they want. And so it's really, you know, you, you can say that they're, uh, it's a conspiracy, but there really are people who want to create a one world government. And this is, this is not, this is not a conspiracy, right? It's been since the end of World War II, we had the League of Nations and we have North, North Atlantic, uh, uh, you know, we have NATO and, and, and now the UN. The goal of which is to stop countries from attacking and blowing each other up. Hitler wanted a one world government that uh, well, he was in charge of, I believe. Mm -hmm. Well, so so right True. now, one of the big movements we've seen from a lot of these, you know, international interests has been trade agreements under the under the idea that creating a network of trade lines will will inhibit warfare. And that's why they're adamant about ramming through ridiculous. We don't care. Just make it happen. And that's why we've seen other bigger conspiracies about like economic manipulation. Like, you know, globalization, but also uh, interesting that you're talking about agreements since another kind of uh, revelation by this professor is that allegedly there's a contract between the aliens and the humans <laughs> Why would we need to one? do testing. And the question I have is who is enforcing this contract? The church. <laughs> yeah. They told us that God is real, but it's actually aliens communicating with us. You ever play Assassin's Creed? No. Like the I don't know I don't know where Assassin's Creed is at I now. I played a little bit of it, but the original was basically that like aliens created like seeded Earth, and then there's like what what they what they're actually finding is ancient technology. So it's like a long-standing conspiracy or science fiction idea that you know what we view as religious or or magical was actually just ancient tech. What if us swearing allegiance to God is is giving is swearing allegiance to an alien force, no. and that. Tesla was so yeah. tapped into the divine that he was getting the information and he built these no, no, lightweight no, 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 drone no, 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 craft. No. Check this out. And then so there's a, he built these lightweight aluminum craft that can be controlled from the ground, wireless electricity, but that can also be controlled from there's the aliens. Nothing, have, well, and that's you're, how you're they're, they're using you, us no, okay, to dude. create things in, that they can control. You got to slow down. You got to slow down. In Never. Serbia, no, no, no. You just, okay. met, you, just, you, just, you just said like three different things that have nothing to do with what we're talking about. How you like me now? <laughs> I, I did meet a Tesla secret society in Serbia that believed that Tesla was literally communicating without her being so there are individuals right, who right, believe right. some of this stuff but to say that people yeah. praying to god are praying to aliens what and then all are? of a sudden but that's okay we can stop what if that? that's the compact <laughs> okay the contract we can then start talking about something different right why is it that the kings and queens of all these different countries were kings and queens you know why divine providence yeah god told the them divine right of law yes it was it was, it was their right was by god. god so what if it was actually aliens saying we want you to be in charge dude i'm wondering yeah. there's a lot of things we could uh, you know theorize about we could say that if you do dmt you see the aliens but i think no, there's those two there's two clear things here that are undeniable uh one is that we're not ready we're divided we're fighting each other over absolute nonsense i think that's partly true and the second thing is what was the second thing um is that we need more information 
There's so much lack of information that people are just making stuff up to fill in the holes, and we don't need to guess what happened. I disagree happened. about I, being I, ready. I think, I think when we look at the latest revelations by Harry Reid, who came out and said the government is lying, the government is hiding information from this, I think that's credible. He said we had alien spacecraft or something like that. Yes, I, I think, I think that's, that's credible. We need more information. We need more transparency. We need more accountability. And because we don't look, have look, it, we have all these theories. We don't have to concentrate on the listen, theories. We should all concentrate on getting more accountability from our government okay, to tell us what's uh, going on. Okay, okay, Mr. Anarchist. <laughs> if there was a grand conspiracy covering up all these aliens that effective, they could easily stage any kind of conspiracy to unify the, the planet against aliens. The, the, people will freak out and go nuts if an alien mothership appears and we're powerless to do anything against it. And that could disrupt the economy and result in billions dying because supply chains break and everything like that. So maybe Mike Sertovich was right. I don't know if he was being serious. But they're keeping us inside. They're breaking the supply chains now to cushion it. So when the aliens come out, the shock can only go so far. I doubt they're that organized. (laughs) Have you seen that that technology where Coca-Cola was beaming advertisements into the sky? And there were these giant like Coca-Cola advertisements. And then the countries were like, we're going to make it illegal because it's air light pollution. What if they do that with an alien ship like War of the Worlds, Orson Welles? As a, as a, as an entertainment oh, thing, but people really believe it's a real alien craft and go crazy. Could be because if you look at the latest U.S. military technology, it is far older than what we know it to be. So there are many military advancements. There are many technological advancements that are kept away from the general public. So there could be a, a you know, space beam or whatever kind of crazy weapons out there that we still don't know because it's still classified. Just like many of the airplanes that, you know, we see in movies, but existed for a very long if, time for military use, but we never knew they even existed. What if I told you that all of this was already admitted to by previous United States presidents? You're talking about Barack Obama. Barack Obama Joe, said, Joe Obama. he said, the aliens won't let it happen. You will reveal all of their secrets. They exercise strict control over us. Let me, let me, let me, let me reenact exactly what Obama said. He was having a, a very, very serious and important conversation with one of our great American thought leaders, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. And he said, the aliens won't let it happen. You have you you you, you will reveal all their secrets. They have strict con- they exercise strict control over us. Or right, it was Obama. So he was like, uh, you will reveal the secrets. Yeah. I'm kidding. It was a gag bit. He did say it, but you take the quote out of context, and yes. people think it's real. So I actually have this is funny. This is a, a UFO website where they're like, Obama said the aliens won't let it happen. They exercise strict control, and he's laughing. And then Jimmy Kimmel says, now there's going to be people who analyze everything you say and how you looked when you said it, because it was a joke. That's true. He thinks and, he's and, joking. And Bill Clinton made a similar comment as well. And again, some of these things are legitimately, legitimately jokes, but there are some serious implications, just like with China. China literally built the largest radio dish and telescope so they could try to communicate with aliens. You look up... Well, hold um, on. Yeah. And then if, then if it's true the aliens are here, why would they build it? Maybe they're not talking to the Chinese. Maybe the Chinese know something that we don't know about, but they're spending a tremendous amount of money You're saying hunting aliens are down racist? for aliens. I don't know. Maybe they don't like how the you know the Chinese are doing gene splicing right now to build super soldiers, which maybe they w- allegedly happening uh, from an article that uh, just was released a couple of days ago. Who knows? I have no idea. No one really knows until we get more answers from the government that clearly is lying about it. And uh, we, we need more. I don't know, man. Have you have, did you listen to the 9 a.m. CNN tapes from Project Veritas? No. So uh, you heard about this, right, Ian? Lydia? No. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Project Veritas has recorded the 9 a.m. phone calls from CNN. Yeah. I, this this is relevant. Trust me. 
What you learn <laughs> is that there is no grand conspiracy, just bumbling morons. Yep. You get the president of CNN, Jeff Zucker, being like, so um, today I think, man, you know, Tucker Carlson's a racist. And uh, maybe that's what we should talk about that. And they're like, I really agree. You know, he's very racist. And you'd think. Hearing this call, it's Jeff Zucker being like, all right, everyone, listen, today we're going to frame Tucker Carlson. We're going to accuse him of... No, it was li- he literally believes it. It's just a bunch of morons talking about their dumb moron stuff. Well, they're supporting their special interests at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and they make sure that they never bite the hand that feeds them. Now, it might not be such a sophisticated, complex thing like we see in major think tanks that usually provide all the talking points, but we do see it as a pretty effective regurgitating machine that just does what it's told. And maybe there's no orders top down, but maybe they just have the individuals that believe in what they believe in that are on the same page. You know, you want to know why? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think aliens come here. Is that maybe, maybe they do? But it's like, I was watching this video about life, and it was really, really interesting perspective. They said, think about the evolutionary distance between a human being and an ant. It's like a billion years or something like that. But still infinitely closer in, you know, uh, like how we function and thrive and the fuels we use and the air and things like that than an alien race on a planet that was, say, all water or, you know, a different, you know, chemical composition. But more importantly... They said, think about the difference between a human and a dog. Humans and dogs actually communicate very well for for interspecies relationship. Dogs can learn words in English, can, especially really smart ones like border collies. But you can never explain to a dog what a suit, what a, what a highway is. You, you can't explain to a dog what an international trade route is. You can explain to the dog loud noise, scary car hurt. Very simple things. Now think about an advanced species that is able to travel you know, beyond the speed of light or interdimensionally or whatever, why would they try and communicate with something infinitely separated from us? That's why you got to take mushrooms. (laughs) My buddy, my buddy's dog accidentally got into a bag of his mushrooms. Started talking. It got really smart. It realized it was a dog and it would get, it would like really get angry at us when we didn't treat it. (laughs) You don't know what it knew. Well, can't read its persona. Okay. Let's stop talking about mushroom dogs here, but I disagree. (laughs) I I disagree with you. And I do believe that there are aliens. I think that why I think, Especially from the video footage we saw that was released of that unidentified flying object that was defying the laws of physics, defying but the that laws could of be, science. That could there was be a, propulsion. A military. Um, maybe that's also we didn't a know about nuclear bombs. There, but, we didn't know about nuclear but bombs. When, we, when it comes to this Israeli professor, and when it comes to Paul Heller sitting down with them, looking them in the eyes, these are old individuals who have nothing to lose. Who just, I think, were at the highest elements of government that are now on their deathbed, trying to get as much information out there to to you can't, inform well, no, the no, general listen, public. Listen. I mean, uh, no, no, I, I agree. What I'm saying yeah. is, when you're at that age, they got nothing over you. Exactly. They're, what are they going to threaten you with? Exactly. So I think that adds an extra layer of credibility to some of their allegations. This Israeli professor said this, and I think I'm gonna, I'm just going to quote him directly because I think this is important. He said, quote, If I had come up with what I'm saying today, five years ago, I would have been hospitalized. Whenever I've gone with this in academia, they said the man has lost his mind. Today, they're already talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I received my degrees and awards. I am respected in universities abroad where the trend is also changing. I'm happy this trend is changing. It needs to change a little bit more. It's fun to joke about, but we need more information. We need more accountability. What the hell yes, is the government yes. hiding from us? Because they have a lot that Weapons. we don't know. Weapons. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something very, very simple, right? How many planets exist that have the identical chemical composition to Earth? A lot identical 
Oh, identical, Very probably few. zero. Similar. That we know about in the vast Right, right that we know about. And based yeah. on calculations, there, I, I think it's fair to say a lot, but what is a lot relative to the, you know, 40 trachegillion? 10,000 or something? Maybe, right? Now think about this. Would life, so there's, there's two ideas here. Alien life could look like who knows what. It could be a gigantic pulsating mass with like a, a thousand little tentacle arms. It wouldn't necessarily look like a human or have arms or legs. Think about a dolphin, right? Really smart. No hands. And underwater, they can't create fire to manipulate elements to create any kind, to break things, things down and create circuits and build. Dolphins never going to build a rocket ship. It's not possible. Mm. So you have to think about, there's actually an argument for why aliens would probably, if they did exist, like our planet. The, co- the chemical composition allows us to manipulate elements to create computers and, and rockets and things like that. And other kind of technology that you can't do in a water or atmosphere that maybe would ignite instantly. So that means there may be a bunch of aliens, really smart ones on a bunch of other planets that can't do anything, can never leave. Or maybe their technology is just they can only get to a certain level. But then if you look at where we're at, it's possible because we have rocketry that there will be another you know alien species that came from very similar conditions where they had an, an, a, the right amount of oxygen in the atmosphere so they could create fire, allowing them to separate elements out and then do electrolysis and things like that. However, what if we're actually the aliens yeah. trapped in the oxygen atmosphere and the other super advanced aliens live in this crazy planet where they can better access and manipulate all the different elements You've, and they look at us like dolphins who are trapped forever and can heard, never leave. You hear panspermia, that no. the universe is seeded um, basically by life oh, it's forms. A, that's, a star, that's the Star Trek lore. And that like f- a fungal spores, which can exist in deep space and survive, were sent throughout the universe for whatever reason and landed in our oceans and then evolved over time, started to eat other fungus and became animal. And that's kind of, uh, we're, instead of evolutions, we're actually adaptations of that life form for this environment. It's like Prometheus. So you're saying the Earth is not flat? Yes. <laughs> that's the, basically where I was going. That's the no, gist of it. It's, it's, a, it's a concave bowl, right? Isn't that, is that the actual theory? What a, turtle on it yeah, no 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 they, they say they, when, the people, when the people say the earth is flat it's actually got a, a, a ridge around it of yeah. ice so it's it's technically a, it's a right. bowl it's it's a bowl and so it collects the little space dust and the little fungus mm. comes and rains down and I like that. You, so, know, you know what i love about flat earth do you know how they think gravity works no nope. they, they think you got you got a stink bug on your mic hey, buddy. Leave, leave it they on think they fine. think that the uh the flat earth okay. is exponentially speeding up moving upward oh, sucking us down and that mathematically, the speed will never stop. You Can know, you tell me that one more time. I was looking at the bug. <laughs> they believe that that the Earth is exponentially moving faster in an upward direction. Oh, that's pinning possible. us down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could also be falling. At, and the entire universe that we perceive could be falling at the same speed, and we wouldn't know oh, yeah. because it was all relative. Yeah, hey, that's itself. a better way to put it. We're upside down, falling, and we're standing on it. Just like anyway. So I think what's happened is octopi humans you know our brain stem creature that is inside this saltwater sack is like an alien form well, well the brain stem is saltwater so i think that we're all kind of alien life forms that were seeded to earth but these craft that are flying around <laughs> are like tesla lightweight aluminum craft that the government co-opted from his laboratory and is secretly lying to us and telling us that it's aliens yeah, to but, throw us off the trail but i could make up a million and one things you know what i mean we could keep going all night here right yeah, right sure right could. right so yeah. let's do this let's do this <laughs> Let me tell you what I think is really going on. There's a lot of people watching right now. I know. You're staring into that camera. You're, I'm sorry. You're st- I'm staring at the camera. You're looking at your computer screen, and you see but a humble Tim Pool looking you in the eyes, and you're saying, please, Tim, I want aliens to be real. Please, just tell me they're real, and I'll say, no. Sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble. Luke, 
I'll think say yes. Aliens are not real. <laughs> military technology. Could be. Uh, military. Hold on. Military technology. Because I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your minds. We got another story here. Check this out. Havana syndrome likely caused by pulsed microwave energy. Government study finds exclusive uh, report on neurological symptoms of U.S. diplomats in China, Cuba, does not address wh- whether directed energy was delivered intentionally by a weapon. But it's called Havana syndrome. People were getting crazy brain debilitating effects. They were hearing a weird humming sound. And it was likely a newly developed weapon that we don't know about. And it could have been rolled out by the Chinese or the Russians, which have pretty good ties with Cuba. Now, the Cubans are saying that this was just a generator. Obviously, the no, weapons, the man. other diplomats are saying it's something else. But we do know microwave weapons have existed for a very long time. It was what, deployed what it, in Iraq yeah, what, during, what, what, the, during what's it called the Second in Iraq? Gulf War. What's the name uh, of it? I forgot the exact so name of it. The, the, uh, one, the one in Iraq. Video, we might have to look that up. The, the, the weapon they used in Iraq makes you feel like you're on fire. Yeah, they, they burns your, burns yeah. your body from the inside. And a similar weapon is reported to be used in the contested territory between China and India. Right now, Chinese and Indian troops have literally killed themselves in a dispute over a slot of land, which both of the countries are recognizing as theirs. They have put their troops on the border. And the one of the conditions that they had, they, made, they actually made a treaty, is that the soldiers that would be on the border wouldn't be armed with rifles or guns or, or uh, any actual deadly weapons like machine guns, but the Chinese allegedly, according to the Indians, rolled out a microwave weapon and started microwaving a bunch of Indian troops, which forced them to leave. And now the Chinese took their territory in this contested area. It is called, it is Raytheon's Active Denial System, a non-lethal directed energy weapon developed by the U.S. military designed for area denial, perimeter security, and crowd control. Informally, the weapon is also called the heat ray, since it works by heating the surface of targets such as the skin of targeted, uh, of targeted human beings. Raytheon had marketed a reduced-ranged version of this tech. The ADS was deployed in 2010 with the U.S. military in the Afghanistan war, but was withdrawn without seeing combat. On August 20, 2010, the L.A. Sheriff's Department announced its intent to use the tech to control incarcerated people in the Pitches Detention Center in L.A., stating the intent to use it in an operational evaluation of situations such as breaking up prisoner fights. As of 2014, the ADS was only was only a vehicle-mounted weapon, though U.S. Marines and police were both working on portable versions. ADS was developed under the sponsorship of the U.S. Uh, the DOD Non-Lethal Weapons Program with the Air Force Research Laboratory as the lead, lead agency. There are reports that Russia and China are developing their own versions of the active denial system. But let's talk about a kind of weapon that doesn't heat your skin but goes into your brain and causes permanent vision damage. Uh, it causes, uh, what is it called? Vertigo. You lose your balance. You, right. you feel crazy. And just general malaise. Check this out. NBC News reports, the mysterious neurological symptoms experienced by American diplomats in China and Cuba are consistent with the effects of directed microwave energy, according to a long-awaited report by the National Ac- Academies of Sciences that cites medical evidence to support the long-held conviction of American intelligence officials. The report obtained Friday by NBC News does not conclude the directed energy we- directed energy was delivered intentionally by a weapon, as some U.S. officials have long believed. But it raises that disturbing possibility. 5G. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, 6G. Have you guys seen uh, that show on Amazon? Truth Seekers? Truth Seekers. Yes. No. Nope. 6G. So uh, it's, uh, it's like um, 
This guy works for a phone company. He's installing 5G. And then I'm going to, I don't want to spoil the show. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to spoil Give a little, me a little tease, but, uh, eventually like they're, where they're working on it. And then the guy who, the, who runs the cell phone company goes, we have to deploy. What does he call it? Eight. Was it eight G? Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? Eight. <laughs> We're on five. And he goes, we've got it already. We're just holding on to it. And that's, that, 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 that's funny too, is in, in terms of conspiracies, because I'd be willing to believe. I remember when 4G tech was coming out, cell phone companies were holding back because they were like, People are still paying for 3G, so we're going to do it real slow to make as much money as possible before rolling out the better tech. I digress. We now have news reports. You know, you know what's crazy about the Havana syndrome thing is that when it was first reported, it was, it was, it was people in Cuba, U.S. diplomats saying they were getting headaches. They were getting, becoming light sensitive. They couldn't look at light. They'd wear glasses, special glasses. They were feeling fatigued. They were getting, you know, dizzy. And everybody said, oh, it's probably just hysteria. That's what we heard from so many reporters, many national security reporters. They said, this is not real. It's a placebo effect, mass hysteria from people who report something and then someone else gets scared and then thinks they're experiencing. And then everyone just starts to claim they have these symptoms. Now it's real. Now we have a report saying, no, it's real. Now we don't know who's doing it. But when we talk about aliens and stuff like that, I think it is infinitely, well, maybe I shouldn't say infinitely, but astronomical odds more likely you know, or less like it's astronomical that it's aliens. It's extremely, extremely likely that once again, as we've already seen throughout generation or generation and hundreds and thousands of years, government making new weapons and keeping them a secret or corporations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, both could be true. And now corporations in the military industrial complex are making new weapons, new technologies, and just new ideas and concepts that our mind hasn't even conceived the possibility of even becoming a reality. So I think, I mean, especially if you look at the history of the U.S. military and the rollout of their devices, of their weapons, of their ships, of their aircraft, it's always beyond the scope of what humans could imagine. The Germans had a a very impressive you know, uh, space program and also the bell. Uh, yes. yes, is that real? Um, we were playing that. We okay, so we were yeah. playing this game called Conspiracy Theory. Was it? Is it called Conspiracy Theory? The game is called Conspiracy. Conspiracy I could be wrong. It's a trivia game, and I'm really offended because some of their questions were wrong, was and I was funny. right, and I didn't get the points for it anyway. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if that's they, true. they, yeah, no, it I'm was not, okay. They said that the hand sign associated with the Illuminati was the okay hand that's sign. So weird. That's not yeah. true. Definitely, it's the devil horns. Anyway, anyway. Oh. They mention one of the questions was the, the the Nazis had something called the bell, I guess. Yeah. What was that? It was like anti-grav or something? Um, they were working. The, the Nazis were working on some high advanced level stuff. They were working on the nuclear weapon. They were working on, uh, you know, they also made a lot of advancements when it came to airplanes and propulsion that the world has never seen before. And when we look rocketry, at something. Rocketry. What do you mean? Rocketry. Yeah. When we look at something like the Manhattan Project, we have to understand that there was a lot of Nazis also a part of that program. Which, a project paperclip where the United States military Whoa. literally <clears throat> ran through Germany as much as they could and got as many people in the wow. uh, German uh, scientific community and brought them back to the United before States. Before the war was over. No, no, them no. Asylum during no, it was the, after. After the yeah, war. They got asylum. But this program, oh, yeah. yeah, they got asylum and they never faced is, any retribution, any any crimes for, for the horrible things that they did. Who was, who was the guy who made rockets? There's a lot of yeah, guys no, no, who no, made rockets. The rocket. The, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, the um, main guy had that famous quote where he said it performed perfectly, just landed on the wrong planet because he was actually dreaming of going to the stars. I'm going to look it up. Check it out. The Manhattan Project. Do you know what the U.S. invented? The Manhattan Project? It's a nuclear weapon. Which, which one? The first the one. Bomb? What yeah. was the first one? What kind of bomb was it? Um, what, uh, not hydrogen. Uh, it, was, it was the atomic bomb. Yeah. yeah. But it was a specific kind of atomic bomb. Yeah. It's called the gravity bomb. 
what that means? It means you drop it. Yep. What happened after the United States went to Germany and snatched up all them rocket scientists? They started putting the warheads on top of rockets, mm-hmm. and then we got the intercontinental oh. ballistic uh, missile. Werner von Braun. Yes. Werner von Braun. That the V-2 rocket or was credited so, with it. Man, I tell you, headed the department. We we ended up with some crazy yeah. stuff when we took the, the the Nazi scientists. They came to the United States, and then we took our understanding of all these crazy weapons. You know, you know, what the Nazis were building like massive artillery, right, to fire like ridiculously huge shells. They had a very int- like different way of thinking about weapons, putting you know rocketry and stuff like that. For us, it was like let's create a massive explosion and just wipe everything out. Then we go over there after that, and we're like, hey, those things you built that went really far. Can we put our thing on it so that it blows up and goes really far at the same time? Do you know what a MIRV is? A multiple independently targeting re-entry vehicle. It's an intercontinental ballistic missile. It can carry 8 to 12 warheads. It is about, my understanding is about 1,000 times more powerful than the bombs dropped on Japan in World War II. It flies up into the stratosphere, breaks open, and drops 8 to 12 warheads. That is the insanity. People don't realize how far we went with nuclear weapons. We went nuts. Sarbama, that thing. It was insane. What and is, and how many times we tested them and how many times we actually launched nuclear weapons during testing facilities. <clears throat> I mean, we're talking about in the thousands, thousands of times the United States government released nuclear bombs and blew them up. Some of the worst, some of the worst scientists that committed the most awful human experiments in Nazi Germany in J- no, Japan were brought back to the United States as part of this project. And when, when it comes to the nuclear weapon, there's many political scholars that believe the only reason the United States states dropped the nuclear weapon was to show a sign of strength against Russia, the USSR at the time, uh, to show them that they mean business because at the time the USSR was also grabbing as many scientists as they could and rushing towards Berlin to make sure that they could get as much control of that area as they could. And of course, when we look at history, when we look at the history of the heart attack gun, something that's not widely talked about, but the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, had a gun all the way back in the 70s that was... that's not cool, <laughs> Lydia. That's, that's so not cool, cool at all. That's knowing that the CIA could literally shoot you Look with at this. a dart up. and forced you to have a heart attack or force you to get very serious cancer. And this was all the way back in the 70s that was revealed through major important Senate commission hearings that revealed a lot of this information and the astronomical power that the intelligence agencies they used, had in our society. Listen, they yes. used the heart attack gun. We have yeah, a story. This duh. is from wearethemighty.com. NewsGuard certified. I'm doing that because we are in this conspiracy land, land, right? Dark (laughs) waters. Check this out. Spurred by the publication of Seymour Hersh's article in the New York Times in December 1974, the U.S. Congress decided to look into just what is internal and external intelligence agencies were doing in the name of the American people. They found, among other things, a gun that caused heart attacks, a weapon that had been used against the U.S. political enemies and beyond. Yeah, and that was 50 years ago. So now imagine <laughs> what they have right now. And That's to why I'm think saying. that they don't have microwave electronic weapons, you're fooling yourself. And, uh, you know, you're saying the thing about the aliens, but both could be true. The U.S. could be building up their military might and their military technology along with the Chinese and the Russians and all of them. And aliens could also exist at the same time. There could be some training programs. So I'm just saying. They're not exclusive to each other. There is was all I'm saying. One of the stories I was reading about. Uh, so so you, you saw these stories where they're like UFO videos got released, right? Yeah. The UFOs are captured by military jets. Maybe, Maybe, right? right? So yeah. the ones that get released, it's like Air Force pilots are flying. The funniest thing about some of these stories, I was reading one. And it was like we were about 100 miles away from the advanced, you know, uh, intelligence and technology research center for the U.S. Navy 
And then we saw these strange vehicles, and I'm like, so weird. Yes, unrelated. Tell, tell, tell me more about where you were and why you were yeah. there. Could, could be again, anything's possible. We don't know. We need more information from the government. I think that's true, and I think everyone could agree about that. But when it comes to gain of function research, when it comes to heart attack guns, when it comes to microwave weapons, um, can can we admit that this is getting a little bit out of hand? That this is a little bit crazy, especially with the latest, we need the aliens, especially with the latest allegations from the United States accusing China of literally gene splicing and manipulating human beings to be super soldiers. Dude, it's completely out of hand. Yes, I mean, what the what? Well, well this is an accusation from an anonymous U.S. intel source, which should be questioned right. to the highest oh. extent. But it wouldn't surprise me if China or even the United States at this point was doing something to, to create super soldiers. And it's probably corporate. The corporate power is really getting out of control. This too. is nuts. Yes. Check this story out. China conducting biological tests yes. to create super yeah. soldiers, U.S. spy chief says. That's recent. Intelligence director John Ratcliffe claims human testing aims to develop super soldiers with biologically enhanced capabilities. Yeah, two days ago, the article came from an anonymous source. Now, I guess he's coming forward with it. Yep. The Guardian. Yep. This is, you want to play, look, look, look. I keep saying NewsGuard certified. I say it because we're talking about aliens and space Super weapons. Soldiers. Heart attack guns. And I know someone from Media Matters is sitting there going like, ooh, they're writing it all down. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's The Guardian. The Guardian says that China's, that it's, John Ratcliffe is saying this. Check this out. Writing in the Wall Street Journal, Ratcliffe said, quote, the intelligence is clear. Beijing intends to dominate the U.S. and the rest of the planet economically, militarily, and technologically. Many of China's major public initiatives and prominent companies offer only a layer of camouflage to the activities of the Chinese Communist Party. Ratcliffe said China had gone to extraordinary lengths to achieve its goal. Quote, U.S. intelligence shows that China has been conducting, has even conducted human testing on members of the People's Liberation Army in hope of developing soldiers with biologically enhanced capabilities. There are no ethical boundaries to Beijing's pursuit of power. Remember just the, it was a year ago, we learned that a rogue scientist was genetically altering babies and yes, they arrested him. And he disappeared. Actually, yeah, yeah, check this out. He's probably this, working for the U.S. government. About a year ago. <laughs> no, no, no. I got, a, I, got a, I got a different thought. Chinese scientists who edited babies' genes jailed for three years. Two theories. One, they saw what he was doing and they said, I want your research. We yeah. want to weaponize it. Two, he was a scientist who was familiar with their research and went rogue and was using it. And they were like, stop. Don't let, don't let people attention. find out what you're, yeah. you're drawing too much attention to what we're doing with these programs. Yeah, if this doesn't show you that China is preparing for war, I don't know what other sign you need to see. It's right there on the wall. I mean, when you look at their, the, you know, all the money that they're spending, literally trying to communicate with aliens, building up their entire naval fleet, building up military man-made islands, microwaving soldiers on the border of <laughs> India and I, I, stealing U.S. military technology that they've been getting from Israel. That's another thing that if I don't know if you want to look up Lydia, but Israel many times has given out intelligence secrets from the United States and sold it to China. There was even an Israeli defense minister that had to resign in a major controversy because China was able to get their hands on advanced U.S. So technology. Listen, listen, we, ha we have the story about India and China, the microwave weapons. So yeah. India is disputing the claim that China routed their troops with microwave blaster. I, I, I don't I don't know who to believe, but I kind of believe the microwave. The initial reports was that Indians felt like they were being lit up in fire from the inside, and then they had to run away because the pain was excruciating. Well, so, that, was, but, that was the original look, look, report that let's, came Let's from talk about area. what's going on with these super soldiers. Like, what exactly are they doing? Because listen, listen, 
We got all this sci-fi. We got all these movies. You got things like, uh, have, you, have you watched The Boys? No. Have you seen The Boys? Yeah. Awesome show. And it's basically, yeah. spoiler alert for those that haven't seen the second season. Or have, if, if, look, it's, it's, it's been out for a while now. So, you know, it's, you have nothing, no one to blame but yourself if you haven't watched it. Homeland. Nazi scientists escape to the U.S. and they developed a super soldier serum that gives people superpowers, but mostly only works in babies. It's most stable in babies. And they're trying to figure out how to get it into people and they've kind of figured it out. So in this show, people can fly and they can shoot laser beams and they heal and they're invulnerable. Clearly, gene editing can't do that. But what if yeah. they made someone have the maximum jump height? Well, you've heard like of acoustic, well, acoustic levitation? Well, we have to understand, right? You can't, a human's not going to go. I don't right know. If now, you can vibrate liquid and make no, it no, levitate, right now, then why can't humans? If parents have enough money, they could take the sperm from the guy, the egg from the mom, and they could go to a laboratory that literally picks out the best combination where you could select the height, right, the genetic it. disposition of your, of, your, of your child. So it's already happening. So to think that this is not happening on a military level where they're taking the best elite special forces green beret guys and taking their dna and duplicating it to match with the best of the best when it comes to fighting and maining and killing other people you'd be killing you'd be kidding yourself there's been many movies about this that were fictional where the guy finally gets some consciousness this super soldier that's created finally starts fighting back against the empire and takes them down because they made him too strong and we could hope for that but Life is not a movie, and this is absolutely terrifying that there's super soldiers out there that have been genetically put together you want to know why that's, to be that's a problem? Murder, to be assassins. You want to know why that's a very serious problem? Mm, yeah, obviously. Okay. First of all, what they're going to be doing is likely programming individuals. This is, this is, this is the Guardian, John Radcliffe. Like, this is being reported, okay? They can't just take a random person who's loyal to the People's Liberation Army, and say, we're going to you know, inject you with this serum. It's going to change your DNA or something. They're gene editing babies. And probably people to a certain degree, like adults, but babies is the easiest way to do it. They'll grow into it. They're probably then raising these kids in special conditions and training them to be super soldiers. Now, here's the problem with genetic engineering. If that escapes into the human gene pool, and you don't know what those genes will do in the long run, you could taint the entire human gene pool with some failing genome. And then in 50 to 100 years, it's this, this genes become widespread in most populations. And then everyone gets a debilitating disease and is dies. Is this coronavirus? No. Are I'm not talking sure? about viruses. I'm I talking about. Were they working on a, this on is not a, a virus. gene I'm talking about thing genome. in a lab using Come a virus? On, you can use viruses yeah, to but edit you're, genes. You're, 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 you're totally derailing off of everything I'm talking no, about. I'm, I'm no, I'm questioning if that's a byproduct no, they use of the e. gene coli. editing program. Gene editing is E. coli. They don't use coronavirus for this. What I'm saying is that when we genetically engineer crops. Yeah, you can use viruses to edit genes. Yes, E. coli, not coronavirus. How do you, I'm ask, how, you don't know that. I literally, I'm talking, what? what? Yes, they, they do gene editing by using E. coli to manipulate uh, the, the genetic structure or something like that i don't know there was a big green E. coli is a bacteria but you brought, yeah, up, right. you brought up you brought up a very good point because again people are playing uh, you know like they're like they're gods they're, they're essentially coming up with these powers that they're going to be using for the quote greater good because if you're in china the greater good is to create super soldiers to fight the bad americans and the americans are being told the same thing we need to create probably super soldiers i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that this project is being done on some kind of off offshoot uh, contractor that doesn't face any liability or accountability like a government agency. And when we look at the Defense Department, they are becoming more and more dependent on doing a lot of their experiments and a lot of their very borderline unethical activities through private companies and third parties that, again, 
you can't get any records of what they're actually doing. So and here's, here's what I'm saying. Here. We've we've seen selective gene editing yeah. in, in many different crops. And then there's been accusations for a long time that these companies will drive up to a farm and chuck seeds into the field so that the gene mixes with all of their crops and then they can copyright it or they, yeah. they, they have Monsanto. Like, right. Monsanto has intellectual property ownership over the genome. Then they'll, they'll they, they sow the seeds everywhere so that every plant in these farms, you know, uh, interbreeds with them. And then they come back later, take a sample and say, aha, you're using our proprietary technology. You owe us money. This eventually destroys the existence of the original crop. So I, I was reading something. I don't know. How, you, have, you have to, uh, those listening, fact me on this one. I was reading there used to be like, you know, hundreds of different kinds of apples. And now there's only like a small handful of varieties. There used to be a bunch of different kinds of potatoes. And now we only have a small, you know, amount of varieties because we consume and, and deplete one and then favor another and replace it. So like you'll go and you'll see like a certain potato, you'll eat it and say, well, this one's better. And you'll plant that one instead. If they're editing human beings, and then let's say in 20 years, they abandon the program. And now these edited human beings are just wandering around and like, I don't know. And they start having families and kids. How long until those edited genes exist across the world? Especially if they're like enticing humans, like faster, more attractive, then their genes are going to spread faster naturally. But what if they're also bred to be more vicious and not to have that empath empathetic response because they're supposed to be killing machines? What if the goal is to create a super soldier, which means they can't hesitate when killing for any reason? And then you get these people start having kids, and also you got a, 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 just generations of sociopaths. I think it's going to happen. I mean, I just think it's like the fallout future of you got the mutants and you have the cyborgs, and like some people have like genetic legs that are genetically altered to run faster. Some people have cybernetic implants that let them run faster. Some people have genetic eye; their eyes are genetically so that they can see ten times further. Some people have cybernetic, you know, contact lenses so they can see ten times further. And, and while trillions of dollars is being spent on this madness. There's still people in Flint who can't get clean drinking water. <laughs> I mean, for yes, freaks, freaks, right? it takes. It's I mean, like, are um, you kidding me? And I think, you know, let, let, this is important to talk about and to kind of theorize because this is a reality. And there is a big possibility that the, these genetically modified super soldiers already exist. Genetic modification already happens to our food. And there's this famous quote by uh, Albert Einstein that said... World War Four would be fought with sticks and stones. And to me, uh, sorry, World War Five would be fought with sticks and stones. I don't know what World War Here's Four the, Let me read the quote. Let me read the quote. It's a good quote. I do not know with yeah. what weapons World War Three will be fought, but World War Four will be bought with, fought with sticks and stones. Yes. I love that guy. And I think that's absolutely true with the scale of military advancement and technology that we have come to that already is very difficult for human beings to, to, to understand and to deal with. I mean, human beings already are dealing with a massive psychological negative effect because of the Internet. There's no denying the psychological downtroddenness of humanity, mainly because of these little dopamine devices that have been gamified by special interests that literally run our entire lives now. So uh, I, I can tell yeah. you that w World War Four will not be fought with sticks and stones. I can tell you that we are in it right now. And it is fifth generational yes. warfare. Yeah. It is information and propaganda control of opinions. So this is something I've been saying for quite some time, and I didn't make it up. There's actually several uh, research papers published on the matter. What is the goal of war? And we've talked about this, right? You want to assert control over a group of people, gain access to resources, or just, you know, have them work on your behalf for some reason, or maybe even prevent a potential conflict. In the past, the easiest way to get it done was when all, when all else fails, you point a gun at them and say, do it or else. 
and you 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 suppress them and, and you get you rid know. of the ruling class you get rid of the officers the professors any professionals in the society they're just force. gone but you come in with yeah. force you come in with guns yes, ablaze like you come in with saw, tanks yeah just like my people saw world war ii yeah with world war ii with germany and of course the ussr they took over took anyone influential and they just you know mandated everything to be done we are way. we are in the information age <laughs> There's no reason to do any of that when you can get, convince people to bow for you, to give mm -hmm. up, yep. to destroy their own economies. And look at what's happening in the U.S. right now. If I had to make a bet, if someone came to me and said, would you be willing to place a substantial wager on the U.S. is under attack through propaganda and influence campaign so the country destroys itself? I would say, yes, I believe. Yeah, that. it's weird to think of it as an attack. That's, I think, the, the dissonance that people are facing you know, because the scary aspect of this is when you see the amount of control that China has on Hollywood. Yep. That should absolutely terrify you when you see. I think there was even a recent movie that was just totally banned in China because of one little small phrase. And then that movie is going to lose out on a ton of revenue that a whole bunch of Hollywood executives that literally are compared to Satanists. That's what Hollywood executives are compared to because uh, they would sell their soul uh, or just shaking at the boots because of how much money and how much profit they could be getting. And when you look at that, just one small example of our everyday lives, it should terrify you. Oh, yeah. We had the NBA. We had the famous, you know, basketball players coming out and saying, leave China yeah. alone. We had the Hearthstone uh, game players at Free Hong Kong. We have in this country... A, a, a large group of powerful and influential people who have already sworn capitalistic allegiance hmm. to the Chinese Communist Party. No joke, no exaggeration. Yeah, well, this is why also the Central Intelligence Agency from its inception always swooned Hollywood producers, actors to be a part of its official psychological programs and its official agency, since, of course, the CIA also has a very big involvement in Hollywood and they know culture movies, music, everything that we do when we fifth generational when, warfare. When, when we don't try to think and we just try to enjoy ourselves is being used and weaponized in a way for a particular outcome that we don't even know about. Whether it's subliminal messaging or just outright propaganda or disinformation or psychological warfare, we have to understand we're in the middle of it right now. There's yep. a major war happening. There's a lot of lives being lost. There's a lot of people killing themselves when they don't need to be killing themselves. There's a lot of people driven into making mistakes with their lives because they see rich and famous people doing it. And they're like, I could do that too. I should take this pill or this narcotic or I should be a, a degenerate this way as well. The culture and how it's being usurped so people become their own worst enemies is something to really highlight and to look at. Because if you look at what's been coming out, in the TV shows, in the movies, in the mainstream media, it's all against families. It's all against breaking people apart, making sure you fight each other, making sure you hate each other on the micro difference that you could even find yep. in a human being. So, yep. so that's where we're at right now. Yes. We have that story. Uh, well, I'll just pull up the article. We had this story. I covered this earlier in the morning. Macomb County man says he was targeted with explosives due to his politics. Two mortars. Common weapon used by Antifa was thrown uh, was thrown into his house by someone who drove by, got out, chucked them into his house, exploded, get a big old Trump sign. Now, we don't know if this is politically motivated, but it's an example of social media breeding this tribalistic hatred. But here's 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 what I don't understand. Then if the CIA is as good as they as good as they are, what they do, why are they allowing it? Why are why would why would they allow this country to eviscerate itself? That's a very good okay. question, because. Uh, it, 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 it does essentially mean people are shooting themselves in the foot, but 
when we look at the history of the CIA, they have a long history of doing a lot of immoral, illegal things that haven't been done ethically but, at but, all. But here's my question. Are they doing, I don't know it, the are they doing it for the country to strengthen the country or what? Now, there's a good analogy here to really kind of consider and to think about. If you were a farm owner and you had a whole bunch of wild animals all over the place, would it be better for you to subjugate them, to control them, to lock them up in cages and to do what you want them to do? Or would you want a farm to be free roaming and running around? And I think there's an element of this that we do have to understand that there are individuals that do want to subjugate individuals to benefit off of them. And I think that is true. Now, the motives of the CIA, we don't know. We just know their history, which is riddled in in a lot of seedy illegal illicit activities heart attack guns who in their right mind creates a heart attack gun and like, that's very verified that. yeah from the beginning like yes. like secretly killing the king you know poisoning them or, or doing yeah. it so that you don't have to be involved it's just then it's the when way you, things when you, have always when been, you make excuses for the greater good you're essentially becoming a large problem for everyone but you're you're convincing yourself that you're doing it for the, the you know righteous causes and when you have unlimited power that's unchecked unlimited money that they just get blanket you know sent to them no matter what that that drives a person insane and when, when we look at the cia when we look at presidents that try to curtail their power what has bad, happened to bad them? things happen. kennedy <laughs> kennedy notably spoke out against the cia well, trump as well so there oh have, yeah but, man. but trump also yep. kind of flip-flopped on that but but there were times where he went at them pretty hard pretty significantly yep and, and then we had a whistleblower come out don't say his name yes and he worked with the cia exactly and he it was it was ridiculous just absolutely it was the pretext for impeachment and now we have have you seen what, what, what recently came out with democracy institute no so they're pollsters they predicted Trump was going to win based on several metrics. Mm -hmm. They, uh, this guy came out recently on, on, uh, uh, Life, uh, Liberty and Levin on, on Fox News and said, not only did, uh, Joe Biden, or I, I shouldn't say not only, but I'll, I'll say this is my personal opinion. He, he pointed out there are non-polling bellwether metrics that are never wrong. Never wrong. Like, uh, party registration and voter enthusiasm. Never wrong. Joe Biden not only beat every single bellwether metric that was against him, he won in almost every single bellwether area, region. So you've got the three bellwether states. He lost all of them. And you've got 19 bellwether townships. He, he lost 18. 18. Yeah. So you, you, you hear about this kind of stuff. And Sam Harris, I did a segment about this earlier. Sam Harris was talking about, he, he, um, he tweeted a story from the New York Times. Why, why do people believe the election was rigged? What rational thinking person hears that Joe Biden who didn't campaign, who was uh, in his basement half the time, had no one show up to his rallies, failed in every bellwether metric. So these are, again, registration numbers across the state, the amount of primary votes he got, the uh, the media attention he got, Google searches he got, mask sales, m more silly mask and cookie sales, but these do always show who wins. And 18 out of 19 bellwether townships and the three bellwether states. That all happened. Ignore all other accusations of fraud or whatever. And then you come out and say that a regular person is going to be like, what? But then he made another a better point. He said, show someone the data from the night of the election that Trump had improved his vote count uh, among the working class, the white working class, minorities, the black community, and they would easily conclude he was overperforming for an incumbent and was clearly the winner. But after all of that, Joe Biden is the single greatest president in American history who got more votes than Barack Obama, 
who had tens of thousands of people rallying for him, one of the most popular presidents in history, who holds a 95% uh, 95% plus approval rating among Democrats. Then people say, you take that, and I'm, I'm not talking about fraud. Then you take the down ballot victories and the, uh, the undervotes in the hundreds of thousands for Joe Biden. And then you ask people if they believe that Joe Biden won, and they're going to tell you no. I'm sorry. When you say down ballot victories, that means a bunch of Republicans. The Republicans the- won in every state race. They won every state. They won. Uh, uh, they they won massive gains in the House, and are just doing better and better as time goes on. They uh they held the Senate, so it was m- tremendous, tremendous. Other pollsters have said that this looks like your typical incumbent victory. The incumbent is on the ticket. People go to vote for him and they vote down ballot in, ter- in favor of the party. So the party wins. Joe Biden, the greatest president in American history. Congratulations. Million votes. And historically, so, the incumbent always usually gets in. Except so I'm not I, 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 I am not saying any fraud at all. You're just saying aliens. No, no yes, right. <laughs> alien, alien. No, yeah. listen, listen. What I'm saying right now, I am not accusing anybody of fraud. OK, you can talk about the evidence. It's, that's I'm, I'm just pointing out Joe Biden did all of these things. And that being true, these are all true things. Joe Biden is the greatest president in American history, period. End of question. No, uh, that's it. That's it. That's the only conclusion. Is that, is that NewsGuard approved? <sighs> yes. Everything I, I pointed out is, 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 is absolutely fact. The bellwether districts, the metrics, it's a, these are facts. I feel like I just ran. Have you ever, you probably experienced this where you Ohio, work out Florida, so Iowa? hard. You work out and you're just, you're done and when, nothing matters. When all, Trump, you're just so exhausted. When that Trump, all that matters is that you can relax. And that's how I feel about this election. Like there's just, how can we do, we can't prove anything. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's hyperbole. Maybe we can prove things. When Trump won Iowa on election night, I remember when people were like, whoa, there it is. Trump just won Iowa. Meaningless. Yeah. I mean, there's also talk about Trump literally trying to announce that he's going to be running for 2024. He said there's there's, there's a video of him saying it. So, uh, I mean, man, we're living in interesting times, to say the least. It's it's ridiculous. If if look, if everything that went down went down, Trump's not going to win in 2024. If he's not winning now and everyone else is, it's it's over. And I tell you this, I think the Democrats are going to win in Georgia, too. If they do, that means they're going to be controlling all of the government yep. except for the Supreme Court. And the Supreme no, that's not, you're wrong. They're going to the pack Senate. the courts immediately. If they do pack the courts, yes. They're going to have four justices make it a seven to six majority. And but doesn't the Republicans have the over. Senate? No, if they win, if the Democrats win the two seats in Georgia, the tiebreaker is Kamala Harris. Oh. And I don't look the the Georgia runoff race. Trump's not on the ticket. They needed Trump to win. It didn't work in 2018 without Trump. Nope. The New York Times even reported Trump Wasn't supporters. Wasn't there three did, recounts now in Georgia? Sort of. Yes. Sort of. Trump wants a hard signature audit where they compare. Uh, there's also reports that the chain of custody was broken on absentee ballots for like 100,000 plus, And they just don't care. The judges don't care. The judges are like, I am not going to be the person who says I, I object to this. Right. So, so, other so we would rather have these weird like. So uh, a, a, a probably a better example would be the 20,000 names, the database from the Voter Integrity Project of people who didn't live in Georgia, lived in other states and voted twice. The judges in these cases are like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I, I'm not I'm not getting That's involved. That's not a good judge. We don't have the judges who will do anything about it. I'm not saying widespread fraud did anything other than, you know, uh, the, we, I, I'm not saying it, it caused any change in the election. I'm just saying Joe Biden is the greatest president in the history of the what United States. What do you mean States. he got the most votes? No, no, the greatest. Um, he, he hasn't, he's not even president. No, yet. no, 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 hold on. A man who doesn't need to campaign oh, right. to get 80 million votes. Truly is the, amazing. Talk truly, about truly. magnetic. Oh, yeah. Just very charisma. Look, very prolific speaker as you well. Can, you, uh, everyone true, loves you, him. You can point out that people hate Trump. But come on, man. 
Nobody nah. loves Biden. So, so do you think it's still nah. go, going to go to the Supreme Court? Uh, it is. So I don't know what the latest news is because we've been preparing for this show, but tomorrow is the safe harbor deadline for uh, the Electoral College. And there are active lawsuits in several states. So I don't know if Congress or state legislatures might try and say the results were contested. The safe harbor deadline passed. We did not certify. Uh, we did not. We not resolve the disputes to certification. Come on, the, man. Just the, the left is arguing that because they're already certified, we're done. The electors are going. But in Georgia, they're trying to call a special session. And the governor, who's a Republican, said, no, I won't do it. In Pennsylvania, they tried doing it. But in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court has requested the response from state lawyers as to the constitutionality of mail-in voting by tomorrow morning. Arizona, we just saw Kelly Ward uh, uh, file to the Supreme Court of Arizona trying to decertify the results. I'm not saying anything's going to happen. I'm just saying that's where we're at so far. And tomorrow is probably when we get a a better picture of what's going to happen. But, you know, just across the board, every step of the way, Trump has been, you know, kind of losing out. He's had he's had some major political victories, but he's had major like legislative failures. Yeah. Losses, I should say. Well, a lot of people are describing this as the last stand that if there's something not overturned or if the Supreme Court doesn't, you know, make a decision here that if the Democrats get control of the Congress, of the Senate, of the White House, of the House of the Senate, and then potentially also the Supreme Court, if they pack it, it's going to be total game over. There's going to be a lot of open immigration that's going to turn a lot of blue cities, more blue. There's going to be a lot of more uh, mailing voting. There's going to be a lot more changed laws that are going to make it absolutely impossible for another Republican to uh, come in. You know, you know, you know how a siphon works? No. Nope. You, you know how it works? Um, where you suck on it and then it starts flowing? Yeah. 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 So uh, basically you can take a body of water at a higher altitude, a higher level, I'd say altitude, and, uh, uh, you know, and then you, have, you run a tube from there and down. What happens is once, once the water reaches a certain threshold above and then goes lower in the tube, it pulls down, oh, creating vacuum wow. force, which pulls up. The reason I bring that up is that we are on the cusp of that water in the siphon breaking the point by which the water will never stop flowing. And that is if the Democrats get, take control of everything, like you said, a bunch of open immigration policies, right? Mm-hmm. Which will, will continually skew the country further and further to the left unraveling it and republicans will only be able to argue in favor but less in yeah. favor this is why the event horizon. this is why the democrats love open immigration one it provides very cheap labor for the corporations that sometimes are compared to slave labor because you don't need to give anyone any benefits you don't need to yep. give anyone a living wage when they're illegal and when they enter illegally they of course usually predominantly vote blue they vote democrats so this, well, the democrats offer them benefits exactly and protection exactly or they just pay them under the table i've seen that happen they, well, they, the Democrats will offer protection. So they'll say, like, we won't, you know, in like sanctuary states like California, yes. yeah. for instance. But then what happens is the corporations in California, there's the, there was this running scheme they did in, in southern states where they would put ads out in Mexican city, like small town Mexican newspapers saying, we will pay you $1,000 a month to work in this processing plant. The people would show up and it's a very, very menial job, like just take it off the rack, put it in the machine. The machine does the work. Just at the end of the month. The company would call ICE. ICE would show up, arrest them all, send them back. There's a lot of evil corporations taking advantage of illegal migrants, and no one really wants to talk about it because it goes against the agenda of we want more immigration. But when we look at the larger immigration policies of this country, they have extensively hurt so many people. I remember 
being in Tijuana during the border crisis when there was a rush on the border yeah. when they tried to run through the wall. And I remember <sighs> being in this kind of occupied field of individuals that traveled from Nicaragua, from Honduras, from El Salvador. Lied to. People who were taken advantage of every way up. Every different country that they went into, there was a bunch of coyotes, there was a <clears throat> bunch of cartel members that took advantage of them in ways that I can't even describe here in the show because of, you know, the, I'm not YouTube will get mad. Oh, exactly. YouTube, yeah. But, but talking mess. to these individuals, seeing their hope and like, yes, I was promised a job. I was promised work. I was promised prosperity. And then let's be honest here. When a lot of them do come, they're exploited for the full benefit of the multinational corporations. And then these soulless, heartless individuals are, are keep promoting, come on in, come right in. Low information. It, it, yes. Th th these are, these are the Democrats. There's, there's a, 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 I have a family member who is just like a diehard, blind neoliberal doesn't know anything, doesn't read, but thinks he's super smart. And it's the perfect example of, of, of these kind of people who are like, we want to protect these poor immigrants. And it's like, you realize they're being exploited by massive multinational corporations who want cheap labor paid under the table with no benefits. And they're like, you just, you just, you're racist. And I'm like, we, so we, hateful. This is, this is what, the, what they do. The Democrats will tell you that voter ID is racist. So Canada is, Canada has voter ID, don't they? I hope That's so. Many countries, yeah. many countries usually do. I have an ID. Yeah. Every other country on the planet is racist for not for 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 forcing people to identify yes. themselves. There's a, there's, a, there's a famous video of, I think about eight years Ami, ago. Ami Horowitz of uh, no. of um, yes, going around a yuppie area in New York. No, no, City. no, 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 no. He goes to Ber Berkeley. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And he and he asks the young Berkeley college students if voter ID is racist. And they all say yes for, ver for a variety of reasons. And then he goes to Harlem and he asks black people if yeah. it's racist. And they're like, no, why? Yeah. And then my favorite bit from, this, from the bit is like the arguments. My favorite part of the bit, one of the arguments from the left was they don't know how to get to the DMV. And so he asks, he like walks up to this black dude and he's like, he's like, excuse me, sir. Do you know where the DMV is? And he goes, oh, yeah, it's over on 25th Street. Like the guy was giving him directions. <laughs> of course he knows where the yeah. DMV is. These people are so racist. Yeah. But the point is, when it comes to these policies that they're implementing, the Democrats don't actually like the regular democrat voters don't look into what the policies do it's just an emotional reaction of we must protect these people and then it's funny because i see all these arguments about pro-life versus pro-choice and they accuse conservatives of not caring about babies after they're born and i'm like you clearly don't talk to any of these people because they run charities for these babies right. like they donate heavily to this you don't care about what happens to the migrants if they get here and they're being run through these these major corporations that pay them pennies on the dollar illegally and don't give them benefits, and they don't have lawyers or access to fight back. Yeah. Now, I know there are nonprofits that help these individuals, too, but many of these voters don't care or know about that. California is the perfect example of this, because when you go to Skid Row, and you see, and you smell, and you just are in this entire mess of, of, of so many homeless people, of so many downtrodden people that the government can't help, and then you see the latte-drinking, flip-flop-wearing yuppie saying... Come on in. Come. Everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be fun. And then you, you see the, the ramifications of that. There's not enough, you know, let's be honest here. There's not enough resources. There are not enough things that could be done to, to help people. And a lot of them are left on their own. And when they're left on the, alone, though, they're screwed and 
extorted and exploited by some of the worst elements of our society, and that needs to be called out, and that would, needs to be stopped. Also, when you try and help someone that doesn't want to be helped, I don't know if you guys have ever done that, taking someone into your house, like a, a sibling yeah. or but a friend I'm or saying, family. If a country can't even take care of its own citizens, how are they going to take care of new citizens coming in? That's a great point. Yeah. But how do you take care of someone that doesn't want to take care That's of themselves? That's another important aspect that well, you brought up there, because a lot of people don't want the help and that, they have a mental health crisis that they're that this country's dealing with sorry this go is ahead. something jordan peterson talks about he says to be very careful about helping people who don't want to be helped and even people who do want to be helped because you never know if your help is actually gonna be useful to them or if you're just gonna make it worse or and it's such a drain to help someone i don't know i mean that is a selfish way of being we're all pretty selfish as it's animals hard. we have to think of ourselves first and it is exhausting. Well, to sometimes help someone you else. end up hurting someone more than actually yeah, helping exactly. them, and that's you know another important aspect that you have to kind of consider. And, and you know, the best thing you could do is instead of giving someone fish, giving teach, teach someone how to, how to fish, yep. mm-hmm. and give them a fishing pole. Yes, that too. That's the way I put or it. Or teach them how to build fishing poles because. Uh, well, then you got to give them the wood. You got to, you got to mm. like teach them how to chop down you, trees. You got to start from the beginning. How here's, does here's, it go? Here's how you take a rock, take some obsidian, <laughs> yes. smash it. Now yes. you got something sharp. Think for yourself. Now you can cut. So I always say like you can you can teach a man to fish, feed him for the rest of his life. But if they don't have a fishing pole, you can teach him how to yeah, bear, get him a bunch of fish with their bare poles. hands. I guess. All right, we're gonna use so lasers. That's what I think. What's missing? Poles. Because the left says give them fish. The right says teach them to fish. And I say. I think the right's got a better position on this one of teaching people how to fish. The left says it too. I don't want to be, you know, overly simplistic, but I think the appropriate response is like, here's a fishing pole, buddy. Here's how you use it. You're on your own. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let's, let's, okay. Let's, let's jump to the last segment before we go to super chats because this is huge. Ian, you're correct. Good sir. I thought so. Joe Rogan has removed 1.85 billion wow. views from his YouTube what? channel. Whoa. So, uh, so uh, for those that are listening, Ian, he comes to he comes to me earlier and he says like, "Yo, all of Joe Rogan's videos are gone," and I said, what? "Surely you jest, good sir, Ian." <laughs> Joe that. said that he's going to keep all of his episodes on his channel archived forever, and they're they're gone. Most of them. Most of them. So are gone. we looked into it, and there's I don't know how many, you know, fifty plus one point eight five four billion. So uh, look, we have Social Blade right here. Check this out. In cow. in on on December second. 1.877 billion views were subtracted from his channel. And then on December 3rd, 53 million. So, right, just the day after he went exclusive to Spotify. Mm. The reason why this matters to a lot of people, and I'm not one for, you know, getting into like, I don't know, celebrity gossip or anything. This is a, this is a bit different. And uh, I do know Joe personally. I even asked him about this. But Joe is one of the most important political figures, whether he wants to be or not. There's a reason why the left constantly wants to cancel him, why they they demand Spotify censor him. And now to see that all of these episodes are gone and are exclusive to Spotify, so long as they still exist, I guess I'm happy. But remember, I don't what, what did, did they ever did Joe restore all the episodes that went missing? I don't know. So so, sure. so here's the here's the original story, right? Joe goes to Spotify, transfers over the podcasts, and then a bunch of episodes didn't transfer over. And people noticed that these episodes were very interestingly from certain people. Alex Jones. Um, Gavin McInnes, I think. Um, mm-hmm. People like that. Michaela. Um, Michaela Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but my understanding was that it was, a, it was an error or so, of some sort. But don't worry. Every episode will be available forever uh-huh. on YouTube. I see that. That's my, not the case anymore. Check my, it out. I'll pull, I'll pull up the YouTube. When you go to his actual channel. So I've sorted by oldest. You can see the oldest. He's got these these videos from back in the day, seven years ago. But it's just, 
I, I don't understand, you know, why these specific videos, I guess these are all the biggest podcasts ever. Yeah, like 4.4 million views and or more and higher. Yeah, I mean, this is a shame. I mean, the conversations, the comments, the views, uh, a lot of people utilize those, you know, in their lives. And they were very important for so many people. And now to see them gone, it's... It's a little disappointing to be. I guess yeah. they're on Spotify. My is my guess. I tried to. I wanted to point people to David Sinclair, Joe Rogan, uh, the second one, where Sinclair is like a life extension guy from Harvard. He's awesome, David Sinclair. So I did this show on Saturday with um, Seth from Venice Beach Dub Club. Shout out Seth, and talked about David Sinclair. And then I went to Rogan's channel right after that, and that's when I found out it was gone. Interesting. I mean, well, what? Well, there's a lot of people also saying that this is because Joe Rogan is allegedly having a hard time translating his YouTube audience into spotify there's oh, a couple articles wow. talking about that there's that one here it. by sportskeeda.com that says it's titled joe rogan fans are refusing to follow him to spotify hmm. and it's bad so you know they outline how a lot of people just aren't translating so so actually platform. i have i i have a a couple articles i've got from uh dexerto.com Joe Rogan fans outraged after podcast moves exclusively to spotify i thought that was kind of silly though because we knew he was going to do it but now i see Exactly why people are probably really angry getting all the episodes pulled from the biggest podcast in the world. It was just an incredible trove of information. It's such Maybe. a sad, sad loss. And I imagine he's just private. He's just probably private at all. Maybe Joe. Uh, they're, 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 they're gone from his channel. The views have been removed. But that makes sense. If people. So, so check this out. We have a story from The New York Post. This is from Rav uh, Aurora. Why the left is lashing out at Joe. I'm sorry. This is the wrong one. I, I, need, I need to go to the fans one. Right. Why the fans are upset. They say, as of December 2nd, full episodes of the podcast are exclusively available on Spotify and highlight clips will appear on, on, on YouTube. In the comment section of the YouTube clip, fans release, uh, release their frustration towards the exclusive move. It's been a hell of a ride, guys. See ya, one viewer said. One fan said bye to the podcast in their comment. This feels like a breakup, and I feel cheated for a richer guy by JRE. Another disappointed viewer revealed that while they tried listening to the show on Spotify, they couldn't handle the 10 straight minutes of ads. That's kind of silly because if you've ever listened to the actual podcast on iTunes or whatever, he has ads running on it. So most people probably don't care. They go on to say that the move over to Spotify certainly brought about some dissatisfaction. But that's the interesting point. Maybe because that's what you mentioned, right? Because yep. he couldn't generate, he couldn't get enough people to translate over. Yes. He takes the videos off of YouTube. He wasn't going to do that originally, but maybe Spotify said yo, we're not getting big viewership on Spotify. Well, Spotify, again, in invested a lot into Joe Rogan, and there was a lot of internal battles and fights that they had to clear up internally just to just to get this Joe Rogan train running. And as Yeah, of, but the, the, the employees kept revolting. Yes, which was uh, pretty ridiculous to think an individual has the power to, to, you know, control what you could listen to or not to listen to. It's so obnoxious. It's so egotistical. It's just utterly insane. But they started moving the podcast and making them exclusive on December 1st. So it's only been a few days since this has been happening. So, uh, but the I'm, other episodes were supposed to stay as yes. an archive forever. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm saying through this transition, there could be some kind of rearrangement saying we might not be getting the views we want one of the videos on the on spotify had 1.8 million views which is actually not you bad. can see the viewership uh this is what the sports kita is reporting that his latest video has 1.8 million views so that's still pretty good was that moxie marlin spike um not sure that, that, it, i was gonna say that yeah. old dude no no offense dude that, that white-haired older guy. Spot, what's the process to sign up to Spotify? Do you need to pay for a membership? Do you need to like? You put, need to, you. So I think for uh, 
you might have to sign in for, for the Rogan podcast. I'm not sure. Yes. Uh, I know that it's free. It's free if you want to listen to it. But uh, I'm not sure if you have to sign in to and, listen to it. I think you, watch, you probably do. To watch, too. Is it a, yeah. is it a watch? You can watch it as well. No right? comments, right? People were like, there's no comments on Spotify. Yep. Is that true? Yeah, no comments. Wow, that's a big change. Right. Well, well, and that's why understand. clearly YouTubers are upset. Yeah, one of the reasons why you know so many people loved the Joe Rogan podcast was when it was live, people were able to talk to each other uncensored, and there was just a davage of like so many people talking all at once and and a lot of people got a lot of good information from the comment section i thought he disabled comments didn't he? he did but his previous videos had um had the comments going through it and then after the video was done everyone was able to comment i'm gonna the be top comment was voted up i'm gonna be completely honest with everybody uh everybody knows i know joe he's a cool dude we we i, I talk to him fairly often um I, th- I think he got an amazing deal, I guess. It was reported in the Wall Street Journal with like 100 million bucks. No, no, like I can clearly understand why he took it. But I think, to be totally honest, one of the things that helped Joe remain on top as the biggest podcast in the world was that he was the first in, It's it, it, the saying is first in, best dressed. What happens is Joe works, every, his show is consistent. What is it, Monday through Thursday, new episode? Mm-hmm. Never misses a beat. He He puts it up on iTunes. When, when podcasts are first coming out, he was doing podcasts before podcasts were a thing. So when people are first getting introduced to podcasting, they open up their iPhone, they click the podcast button, and there's Joe Rogan, the first thing they see. Free advertising on the most prominent podcasting app. That's true for YouTube as well. Yeah. He's been on the platform for a really long time. The algorithm loves long-form content and clips with high engagement. So YouTube's promoting him like crazy. Yeah. And he it was, was getting algorithmic yeah. boosts. And it, it was authentic. It wasn't poppy. It wasn't right. corporate. It wasn't Disney. It was him talking about gorilla DMT monkeys <laughs> yes. ripping each other to shreds, <laughs> yeah. which is fascinating to, to, to listen it's to. Fun. It's fun. And then he yeah. did it. But one thing I have to give him props for is he did it in a way where he wasn't co- he wasn't cocky about it. He wasn't uh, you know uh, elitist about it. It was him discovering information, learning, and taking you along the process as he was learning it. And that's what really drove a lot of people to listen because they wanted to join that authentic, real, honest conversation so, that you can't get anywhere else because most news guys are there with the suit and they have their little monotone. But, 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 right, right, like, right. But listen, listen. Yeah. We, we uh, what we do on this show is derivative of what Joe started doing ten years ago. Yeah, and so I, I think about someone like Casey Neistat. You guys know, you know, yeah. Casey, yeah. Yeah. vlogger. He was the first vlogger to actually make cinematic editing. You know, in his vlogs before him, it was like a dude with a cell phone walking yeah. around talking about their day. That would they were be getting me. crazy viewership. Then Casey comes around and he's like, "I'm going to put my camera down, turn it on, then leave the room, and then walk back in to get it to get this like edit." play music, time lapses, and all of a sudden his channel skyrocketed to 10 million subs in a very short amount of time. He made HBO documentaries before doing the vlog, right, right, right. so he was a professional. He, yeah, right. it, it was beautiful what he did. But so here's what happens. At a certain point, everybody is making identical vlogs to him, and then it dilutes the market share. So like, what I'm kind of getting at is, of course, Joe Rogan is completely unique, superstar, MMA comedian. He's a really funny guy. He's got his talent. But I think what was really keeping him in the top spot was the fact that he was given this pomp- prominent real estate by being first in best dressed. I'm not saying that, you know, uh, his show is going to fail by any means. I'm just saying a large portion of the viewership was, was, is due to algorithms. And I'll admit this for myself too, because I'm not trying to drag anybody else. I know for a fact the YouTube algorithm drives the majority of my content. The reason you are all probably listening to this right now is because it popped up on your front page when you went to youtube.com. You thought this is an interesting conversation about Joe Rogan. You clicked it. 
Many of you probably aren't even subscribed. You just happen to be passing by. A large portion of viewership are from non-subscribers, and it's because the algorithm chose to promote you. Subscribe, yep. by the way. YouTube totally controls who sees your videos and who doesn't, and that main front screen on YouTube.com determines everything. It used I'll, I'll, to be with the amount of views. So it used to be Loose Change came out, and that was the number one viewed video. It was out, number one, platformed. Now it's all algorithms you know, yep. deciding what's good for you. I was going to ask I'm, you. Uh, what, what, what do you think is the current, the, the best, uh, first and best dressed now? Do you, do you have an example? There is no first in. Okay. Unless we do like, like first in is like when this first started, when podcasting became a thing, Joe was already there and he had a show that was really interesting. Is there anyone that is doing any content right now that you could say is similar? We're, we're, we're well past that point of getting the initial boost. Yeah. So now it's yeah. just we're all at a party. If someone wants to jump up and down and scream and get attention, they can. There was like but, the... but, but, but I, I want to tell people hard numbers. Take a look at the view count on this video. Okay, uh, for those that are watching live, you're going to see. I think we've got around you know forty six thousand or so people. I think when all is said and done, this episode's going to have around two hundred uh, or like three hundred, maybe four hundred thousand viewers. It depends. You know, um, three to view, six view, viewership. Yeah, it, it, yeah. We, Sometimes they're bigger, but when they're like just run of the run of the you know like our average episodes, we'll probably hit around four hundred thousand. You want to know how much they get on all podcast platforms combined? 35. 35,000. Wow. Yeah. And guess what? One of the top global podcasts. We are yeah. ranked, I think, top uh, 230 biggest yeah. podcast in the world and we in this show. We get 1,000% more views on YouTube. Well, uh, 10, 10 times. 1,000%. <laughs> right, 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 right. You're right, you're right, right. Uh, on my show, on the Tim Pool Daily Show, I get... Uh, between the three videos, maybe like, you know, two or three million views a day or more. I, I, actually, yeah, it's way more than that. I was getting around, I've, I've kind of lowered the amount of content I was doing, but I was getting about, you know, four to five million views on my YouTube content every day. Podcast ranked at, at its peak, number 34 iTunes top charts in the world, 70,000. Wow. Th that, that's, that's how dramatically different the numbers are compared to YouTube. So no I bring that up because... I think by taking these videos off YouTube and by leaving YouTube, and, and, and I mean this with the utmost respect for, you know, Joey's a friend, uh, I think he's going to lose a ton of influence, but I'm not, say, I, I'm not entirely convinced it's something he cares about, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he, he cashed out. Kudos. Good, good, good job. He's starting his own comedy club, I think he yep. wants to do. He's, he's doing exactly huge, what he wants to he, do. He's without... negotiating the network of comedy and tech. I mean, it's listen, so, listen. so awesome. Guaranteed but, income, no banning. And yep. so Spotify's up. Spotify, he's the biggest number one on Spotify. And his clips are still on YouTube, on the JRE channel. So he's still putting clips yes. with links to his Spotify content. And the clips are still getting hundreds of thousands, if not yep. millions of views. So maybe maybe he's just diversifying his, uh, it's, his it's holdings. It's true, but the, the big issue, I guess, is, uh, you know, at the end of the day, Joe's got to do what's good for Joe. He's just a guy. He's doing his thing. And you can't expect anything from him. There's a lot of people who... They, they looked up to him as an important figure in, in the culture because Joe wouldn't just go along blindly with he, he doesn't just go along blindly with this, you know, with, with what's going on in left or right or whatever. He is just like a regular guy who will challenge things. that they don't seem to make sense. And he'll call out people on his own show for it as much as the left tries to argue he doesn't losing him in the most prominent positions of the culture war 
scares a lot of people. And I'm sure the left is clapping and cheering the whole time. And they're trying to use that now, that change, to get him banned off Spotify, too. Yeah, we have to understand here, there was a lot of establishment pressure, a lot of pressure from the mainstream media, a lot of you know pressure from what people would consider the ruling class to get him canceled, to get him kicked off of YouTube. So this could be another reason why he moved over to Spotify, where, as you said, Definitely. he can't be censored. And uh, I think that's something important to really consider here. They were also going after Nearly, his friends on his show. Oh, of course. People, it was crazy. Nearly 2 billion views removed from his channel. Damn. I wonder if all of those have translated over to to, this, to Spotify. You know, I got I to be honest, though. Uh, I don't get nearly any views on Spotify or downloads for the podcast. It's, it's negligible. I don't even bother with it. There's nothing I can do. I mean, look, if you're listening right now, hop over to Spotify. Give us a good review. On iTunes, we continually are going up in the rankings. People are, are subscribing. People are following. People are leaving, you know, good reviews and good comments. And I can see, like, a month ago, this show wasn't even in the top charts. And now it's officially cracked. It's a, it's the iTunes Top 250 is their official, like, breakdown for the top podcasts. And now we're, we're, we're doing it. Spotify? Nothing. Is there a link nothing. to Spotify on the YouTube video? No. That's, that'll probably well, kick the, the numbers in some the videos, uh, he's saying, go check out our full episodes on Spotify. So that does happen. To me, this is kind of very similar to a move we see done by Howard Stern when right. he moved over from, you know, regular radio facing pressure from the FTC, uh, and all the other government agencies. And he just moved over to. Yeah, but what's he, what's he, he's gone. Yeah. What's his, his, his relevance is. I know it's like yep. the value of money and the value of relevant, of like personal relevance to society. And uh, this is the great, you know, lesson of our time. And Joe's in the middle of it. So I'm going to be happy to hear his look on it in the future. Looking he's, back, he's got no obligation to anybody but himself. That's true. You know, so if he says he's going to take a, a, a good deal and then look, I, I know a lot of people are angry because he is a powerful everyman. Who, when he has conversations about social justice warriors and like authoritarianism, he's far from conservative, but he's like, that's, that's BS. I'm not going to play that game. He talks about fun, interesting things. To have him move away to an exclusive platform is like, it's devastating for the culture war. It's, it's a huge win for the leftists, no doubt. I want to see Howard Stern and Rogan do something now. I don't know. I, I, I doubt Howard Stern could. Big Daddy Stern. Got his, got his contract. Oh. Yeah, but he also became... Kind of establishment. Yeah, he total established. Howard, he, can he, he not say anything on he, his show? He, he denied ever saying racial slurs, like on this one segment. Uh, and then they played it for him, and he was like, I'm so sorry I did that. <laughs> no, no joke. Howard yeah. Stern apologizing Sad. for being a shock jock. Yeah. So if someone offered well, you $100 million, would you jump? I, you have an obligation to, I guess. I, I, I got to be real, though. I, I, I probably wouldn't. I probably would not. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but what am I going to do with it? I don't know. Uh, that, that, that's, the, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, what that's the question. Doing? If you have something to do with it, then I can see going for it. Create yeah. a beanie school where you teach other beanie wearers to be truth speakers. I, I, listen, listen, listen. Start listen. their own YouTube channels. Right now, we're talking about getting a 100-acre farm in, in central West Virginia. Middle of nowhere. Hours from anything. And like the agents are like, you really don't want to be here. There's no, there's nothing. And it's like, oh good. yeah, that's, that's exactly what yeah. we want. We're going to build our, we're going to build our own space app. You know how much, you know, you know how much a hundred, hundred acres can cost if you go to like Montana or something? It's like nothing. Couple hundred bucks a month on a mortgage and you can have a hundred, 200 acres of just big open empty land. So if you want to do something, you, you could really just do it. It's not the most difficult thing. I mean, obviously if you're younger, it's a lot harder. You got to save up money. Clearly, that's, you know, when I, when I was younger, I worked fast food. I worked, you know, crummy jobs and just saved everything I could. The, the main important thing that people need to realize is 
one of the most important things you could do is enjoy yourself. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're working towards, if you're enjoying yourself, keep on doing it. So I think that's essentially what I think is going down to 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 Rogan's decision. He likes doing them. Uh, he likes doing the podcasts. There's a lot less pressure on him to, to for it to be taken down. And he's going to continue his own way. And as just as you said, he has no obligation to any of us. Yeah. And that's that's an important realization that a lot of people need to make. Stop looking up to idols but, or other but, individuals. Don't put any man above yourself. You yourself have to look up to yourself internally and always build yourself up as much as you can. I will say this, though, you know, trying to be respectful because, again, I, I know, Joe, I'm not trying to drag him or anything, but... When you tell everybody, don't worry, the episodes are going to be archived forever. They'll always exist. You can watch them whenever you and want then, on YouTube. Yeah. And then you take them all off. Mm. Yeah. People are going to be like, yo, yeah. that's kind of I like, never heard him say that. He did say that specifically. I thought that's what, it, what the that deal was. was. I was always yeah. so yeah. vague. I didn't know. Plus, he was like beholden to ad revenue before. And now he's not. Now he, he got exactly. paid ahead of time. So he's, right. he can just kind of. So you roll. guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But going to something like Spotify, like Joe did, it seems kind of to me like a soft retirement. It really seems like a semi-retirement. He's kind of done. He just wants to chill. He doesn't want to have to worry about YouTube and all this Could crazy be, stuff. but at the same time, he did want to host a Joe Biden versus a Donald Trump presidential <laughs> that debate. That would sound like a lot so of So if fun. you're hosting a huge yeah, well, presidential on, debate, you're not riding off into the sunset. How much, you're how putting much yourself of that, in the spotlight. How much of that was him just like, you know, in the moment? Was, 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 no, was, I mean, you saw it in his eyes. He was excited. He wanted it. He was like, mind. I want Donald Trump here, Joe Biden here, and Alex Jones talking about DMT <laughs> in the corner. I want it right now and and america would have loved that and we deserved that maybe that been, maybe look yeah. maybe spotify will take over take over itunes because of joe that's the bet right but they also don't have a good record when it comes to upholding people's spotify is still google right. yeah, yes it's are. alphabet well oh it yes. is and yeah. and they have a bad record of censoring speech yeah so, yeah, of course. yeah yeah that's another aspect that we have to understand here as it well, might just on be top of everything you know, look, man, eventually you're not a uh, 19-year-old hungry kid anymore who's trying to take over the world. You're in your 50s. You got a family and you're like, how long am I going to be leading the charge on this one? And Yeah, I heard him make a comment that like telling his family, yo, guys, it's time to party. We got the payout. Let's, let's roll. Like just. But here, let's, let's, have let's, 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 let's have that serious question. What do you do with $100 million? I have no idea. Yeah. Because you, you, you can't spend you it do. fast enough. No, you can't. No. can't. You just put it, put it in, you give to wealth management and then just becomes infinite That's money so for boring. you in the long run. You've broken through this barrier where once I think John McCain was asked this in 2008 or whatever, 2007, how much money do you need to be truly wealthy? He said $7 million. And then there was this guffaw from the media like, oh, seven million. If, you had a, if, I, if I was a millionaire. No, no. What he was saying was at that time with seven million bucks, you put it in a wealth management you know, account or like you, you get you get a wealth manager, you're rich forever. You never have to Dude, work again. If you could, yeah, you're like a Wall Street banker just creating money out of thin air yeah. with all their derivatives well, so, no, 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 and all no, no, the other complicated like, language they you, make for you, literally monopoly money. What, Sorry, do you, what, do you, what do you do with the money? Probably yeah. buy a bunch of lasers and start launching satellites. <laughs> Dude, dude <laughs> lasers don't cost that super much. Soldier, start building security guards. Start yes. building. Now that's expensive. <laughs> we, yeah. can, we can invest in like lasers lunar. Lasers aren't that expensive. We can invest in lunar. Um, Space, space elevators and like no, that's way inter, inter more orbital. expensive. Elon Musk but we can took his winnings from uh, Facebook and PayPal and literally started a space program, and he's trying to go that's to cool. Mars. So that's and cool. a lot less than 100 million, I think, at the time. I don't know, but his he put his net worth on the line. Basically, is Joe yes. Rogan going to create a space program? That'd be cool. I think he's sent a it. chimp into space. Chimp research. <laughs> call the, the no, satellite he's doing a down comedy thing. He's doing a comedy thing in space. Comedy and literally space, beaming yeah. people into space, dude. I mean, it's a lot funnier satellite. when there's no it's gravity. Like, it's like twenty thousand dollars to do a space tourism. You got a hundred million bucks. 
Uh, you got a lot of space tourism you yeah. can do. And now where we've got reentry rockets we can utilize. Um, People gonna... going outer space for a zero G comedy show. That'd be awesome. Just like grazing for like twenty minutes and I wonder what G. laughing what would you feels do? like. If you had a hundred million dollars, what would you do? Uh, first thing I would do is invest about twenty million of it into cryptocurrency. Okay. Um, the second thing I would do is start uh, researching uh, satellites and start launching satellites with like ionic thrusters and and propellers to get them up out of orbit and then start making well elon's already doing global internet yeah so i'd like to enhance the global internet Starlink. program i, I and would start putting yeah. water wells around the world i like would do solar powered water i would do a free speech internet just all out just like it was before that's my thing sorry i cut you off that's well cool. we could yeah. do that with the inter- but you don't need a hundred million dollars to do that you do now with the infrastructure that google has yeah, they could seize the, your domain. All the government ins- yeah, but that's why you have $100 million to make sure you create a system outside of that system where it's not. The internet used to be such a wild, incredible, awesome place where when you clicked on something, you didn't know what you're going to get, but it was going to rattle your brain. It was going to make you think. Bro. It was going to inspire you. Now, it's just the same squeegee Shopping clean, ball. complaining, yeah. moaning, and whining MSNBC. by boomers and by... Uh, I don't want to mention someone specifically. I was going to do that. But, but there's so much trash out there when when it comes to just selling you products and just the same squeegee clean same YouTube video that you just keep seeing repeated over and over again there needs to be a day where there isn't anything curated and controlled and regulated where it's wild and it's free and it's real and if I had a hundred million dollars I would literally spend it I'll right tell now you guys, on creating that I'll tell you guys a secret the secret is money can make you happy up to a certain point mm-hmm. like you don't have to worry about starving to death or you're not you're not anxious and sitting there shaking because you're going to get evicted but for the most part what truly makes you happy is purpose yeah purpose can come from a from friends from family and from a mission but 100 million dollars is not purpose exactly if someone just gave you 100 million dollars you probably would not be happy and people don't realize this yes you you get to the like and I don't look I fully I'm I am not some you know far right you know or far left I understand that there are people who can't pay their bills and are desperate and scared and struggling. Money can make them reach a certain threshold of contentment. But I have a, I have a friend who became multimillionaire when he was 16 years old by writing a computer code that just ended up generating a bunch of money, built a company, made millions of dollars. And then when he was like 19 in an existential crisis, because there was nowhere left for him to go, he was already the top of his field. Everybody knew who he was. There was, there was nothing that he could do like he, he was, he was exactly, he was doing what he wanted to do. Everybody knew who he was. He had all this money and he ended up talking to a bunch of other rich people who said <clears throat> that once they get to that point where they have so much money, everything just kind of stops. You have an existential crisis because you've done it. What is, what's left? Yes. There's actually a phenomenon with a lot of people who win the lottery that literally lose all of their money within a few years. So yeah. that keeps happening again money. and again. <clears throat> and a lot of them report not being happier because of that money, so they keep but spending. only having more problems. And a lot of people think that they could fill in this psychological empty void that has been put into us by the controllers, as I would metaphorically say. Uh, they think just by the culture of consumerism, by doing what you're told, by spending money on where you, the cool kids spend them, everything's going to be different. It's not. People need Never. to wake up from that reality, stop buying into this consumerism of Nike slave-made Chinese factory-produced sneakers, <laughs> 
that build, supports people like LeBron James that house. will lecture you about Black Lives Matter. Meanwhile, when actual human rights are being violated by his company and the hundreds of millions of dollars that he's receiving, he's not going to say jack or iota about that actual issue that does enslave and hurt people to an effect that we can't even imagine. I'm, I'm reminded of that scene from Fight Club where they're in the car and the two guys are in the back. And then he takes his hands off the wheels and he's like, if you were to die, what's one thing you would have regret not having done? And one guy's like, paint a portrait or paint a self-portrait. And the guy's like, build a house. You got to think about that stuff. Mine is. What do you want to do? Build a rail cannon that we can use to launch satellites. Mm-hmm. Like it's underground about 100 yards and then it curves and then goes up. And then so you just. Now, now if you remember. Rail launch cannon. these we lightweight had, satellites. We, we, had these, we had these same conversations before Disney and before Vice. I was yep. like, don't do it, man. Don't go for the man. Don't go to... But your strategy where you are right now is something commendable. Yeah, you were wrong. You were wrong. No, I was right. And you even told me there's a video (laughs) where we talked. You were like, yeah, man, you're all right. You were telling me not to be with the corporations because they were going to control me and they were going to stifle me. And I think you could have even been bigger and stronger if you weren't with Vice, if you weren't with Disney, which I've been telling you, don't do it. Don't go with them. Be independent. Be free. And then as soon as you came out of that corporate hellhole, you blossomed. And you're here today as one of the top political YouTubers, and you have to give you know props to that. But at the same time, they did stifle you, and I told well, you on. so. When I was first starting YouTube, I was making like five bucks a week, yeah. and it was impossible. I was making zero I, bucks for a while, I, too. When, when I started at Vice, I had to ask them to fo- front me the first paycheck because I had no money left. And so I was like, that's it. I can't. It's 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 it was it was it was you know money was was going down for a while covering protests around the country people would donate and that was a slow upward trajectory but once protests started spacing out and slowing down my costs uh, were were you know more than the opportunities to actually cover news and generate some kind of revenue. Trust me, I was there. I was sleeping on couches. I knew right. you know many times and circumstances that I'm not going to have any money in the bank. So I took a job and uh, and I, I saved all the money from it. And then once I finally left, when I left Disney, I went to these other companies. I'm not going to name them, but you can probably guess a lot of what they were, you know, to all these different companies. And then I was like, I got money in the bank now. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want. I, I I was able to fly to Sweden. I was able to fly to Europe and travel around because I didn't have to worry about that anymore. It was, it was me working these jobs allowed me to have the investment to start my own companies. My approach was a little different, but each his own. We're here today. And we, we still have a voice. Thank, you went like goodness. full independent. Full independent, full. What was your history like from the beginning? Like when you were 16? I mean, I was working full time, going to school full time. and With still, Alex Jones. Still doing activism. And then Alex Jones saw some of the videos I did. And, um, you know. There's took a lot, took Luke, a took Luke under his there. wing. So you no, went. I don't know if big, I, big wings. I don't. That's that's debatable. There is a contested history. We're not on good terms now, and it's fine. I don't hold any grudges or anything personal. But we definitely went our separate ways because we have we have a different way of doing things. And you know whatever. Uh, you know things happen. Uh, but uh, you, you ever know. see Goldeneye? Yeah. You know at the end. So basically, what happened was they were actually at the satellite, and Luke was hanging by one <laughs> hand, and then he looked up at Alex. And then Alex had his foot on his hand, and Luke goes, for 9-11 truth, Alex? And Alex goes, no, for me. And then kicks him <laughs> off, and Luke's, ah! 
<laughs> falls down and there dies. was a big fight and it was very entertaining <laughs> and uh wow uh, i'm not going to share too much personal details i don't hold any grudges i concentrate on my mission and my mission is to do as much research as much homework as i can find out anything i can that's useful to people and to share it with them that's my main goal that's my main mission that's what i set my life's purpose to be and that's what i focus on not e-drama and all this other stuff that's uh, you know outside of the focus Did but you, oh, wait, 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 well, well just two quick things one, I kind of want to watch Goldeneye, but the other I thing is... I love that movie. We got to do Super Chats. Did you, we're, did we're, you we're, make a we play the video of the woman shooting uh, the intruder? We're, we're, we're 15 minutes. <sighs> the answer is yes, and the answer is we're 15 minutes past. And also, I have Super a question. Jets. Did you do... What documentary did you do? Didn't you do a really popular one in the past? Well, there was the, the Loose Change Kids, and I helped help them with that, and there was some of my video, video, video footage in there, and oh. I was with them from the very beginning. Loose Change. Yes. That was, like, groundbreaking. Yeah. All right, Super Chats. Ooh. If you haven't already, get your Super Chats in. We'll, we'll read as many as I can. Obviously, I can't read everybody's, but also smash the like button. Really? Uh, and, you know, just comment, subscribe, notification, bell, all that good stuff. Brian Schink says, hey, Tim, love the show. Do I have your blessing to perform your song, Will of the People, for my audition for The Voice on Friday? Ooh. It's an amazing song. Of course you do. Absolutely. However, I'm pretty sure that pre preliminary auditions, they make you sing the song they want you to sing. So I, I knew people who have uh, uh, auditioned for American uh, American Idol, and they actually initially give you a song. And it's a generic like pop song, and they tell you to sing it. And then they choose you based on whether or not you're entertaining on TV. That's about it. So stay loose when you go in there, but prep yeah. will of the people. Kale Yamamoto says, I can tell Alex Jones is really starting to rub off on Tim lately. Alex didn't talk to me about aliens at all. Mm, we we oh, talked about Oh, we used to DMT. talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. He doesn't really talk about aliens. Yeah. Mike C says, if you've seen Rick and Morty, you know what the deal is with the Galactic Federation. You know? I love that show. Oh, okay. So someone actually uh, mentioned early on about Joe Rogan. Michael Anthony Lewis says, Joe Rogan very recently said only 100 episodes will remain on YouTube oh. when he recently appeared on the Alex Jones podcast. Oh, I didn't realize he went on Alex Jones. Oh, interesting. So we'll have to keep make sure that in any clip we, we'll put that in the notes. All right, let's see. Jacob says, please tell me that you're going to talk about the woman who was arrested for admitting on Facebook and Instagram that she and her daughter worked at a vote counting center in Georgia and committed fraud. I'm not, uh, uh, she was arrested for that? I haven't wow. seen that. That's um, crazy. Yeah, you want to Google it? Look, look it up. A woman and her daughter in, in Georgia admitted on Facebook. Dylan Keller says, I don't care if aliens are hiding technology from us. We are humans. We'll discover it eventually. If they don't want to talk to us, it's their loss. We'll make our own Galactic Federation with Blackjack and Hookers. That's, That's right. <laughs> on the moon with Bender. Do you think that if we were all tripping, that we'd have quicker access to aliens? If we were tripping? Like if we took no. psychedelic drugs. No. That's inside your head. I think psychedelic drugs can be beneficial uh, uh Based on the research, honestly, in like small doses in, in specific circumstances. But if people were always tripping, they'd never get anything Maybe done. Maybe if we all tripped at once. I don't like the word tripping because no. that implies you're falling over on but, yourself. But I, but I did read a study about a bunch of scientists who all microdosed LSD and then like ended up accomplishing a bunch of like like goals of theirs or oh. something. And also like group meditation is pretty powerful. There are some scientific studies that do uh, talk about uh, dosing and having a lot of breakthroughs. So. <laughs> That's, you know, something to think about. The smartest idiot says, as a fellow human flesh ape, I welcome our future Florbo, Florbo overlord. Yes. Oh, he's oh, a step ahead. Eggman Xavier says, can someone tell me what the heck is going on just at the egg? I don't know what that is. Hmm. Someone has a very spicy comment. I can't read it, but I just will mention there's a spicy comment. <laughs> it's about a guy whose name is Jeffrey. Oh. Ashley right. says, hi, gang. Alien confirmation. Sounds like a misdirection to change the confirmation. Con you know, conversation. Conversation. Yeah. Hon honestly, that's a uh, uh, that's a good point. 
We got all this voter fraud stuff going on. And all of a sudden, this guy's like, oh, oh, aliens. I'll tell you, I have more fun tonight Ooh. than... Yeah, yeah. The, yep, it is voter. more fun, yep. but that's the appeal. Combobulation. And then we had those stupid monoliths popping up everywhere. Yeah, what the uh, heck? And everyone's like, don't don't look at the election. Look at the shiny Did object. Did you see the meme of the guy Ooh. with the monolith in his toilet? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Funny. That was funny. Literally a shiny object. Come on. Guys. Oh, yeah. Come on, guys. Omega Hunter says, Tim, earlier this year, you were talking about how the insanity level was was increasing for 2020. And you mentioned one of the next steps seemingly in jest would be aliens. So let me ask you, did you get this info from a terrestrial source? <laughs> it was a meme. There's a meme. Yeah. Was, was, you you posted it where it's like a calendar like of all the months. Yeah. It's like what's going yeah. Oh, Babylon B had one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's like awesome. aliens come in June and then you're like, but never yeah. happened. You know, months off. Yeah. The Civic Nationalist says, Tim, divine right was an excuse by kings because their ancestors were the strongest. League of Nations was 1919 after World War One. Ah, thank you for the correction. And burn the heretic, kill the mutant, purge the unclean. Mm. So League of Nations was after World War One, but that was like a general idea, like we don't want World War or something like that. that right. I, I believe mm-hmm. that was correct. And then there was a World War. Yes. <laughs> yes, there were. Yes. Yes. Because of the League of Nations. So here we go. Super 503 Dank says, so Tim, what you're saying is the aliens are behind intersectionality. That way, we are all featureless, genderless, ready for the Galactic Federation. Yes. Yep. With be. shaven heads, wearing gray jumpsuits with no pockets. That's right. That's exactly what it's going to oh. be like. And big heads. Yes. Doobie McNasty says, would it be crazy if humans came together for world peace just so that we could meet the aliens? Ooh. I mean, that'd be cool, I guess. That's an idea. I'm into I it. I think it's worth considering. That'd be awesome. Neon Light says, shout out to Charles the Stinkbug. Loved his commentary <laughs> on his evolutionary adaptation. <laughs> yes. Charles is could you, could, I wonder if you could even, you couldn't hear anything from him. I don't think so. No. Charles, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his name. Morgan Hengel says, I would love to have a conversation with an alien. I feel that our perspective on common is, uh, perspective on common issues will be vastly different due to technological and cultural differences. I mean, also uh, environmental and, and evolutionary. Yeah. What if they don't eat matter the way we do? What if they're like plants? What if they have to spend a, like a month just sitting still absorbing solar radiation to move around for one day. What would you ask an alien if you only had like 10 seconds? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck oh could gosh. chuck wood? <laughs> of course he would. Good question. He could tell you. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? How many lows would Rob Lowe rob? <laughs> Damn, oh, I no. <laughs> How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe? I can't do it. Could <laughs> Rob rob? How-, <laughs> How many lows could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob lows? There we go. That's my favorite tongue twister. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not even going to get into That's that. a good one. <laughs> rob Lowe rob lows. <laughs> Um, I'd ask him, what's the meaning of life? Mm. Oh. 42. That's a lot of questions. I don't think there was an actual question. 42 yeah, that was the, the problem. Yeah. There was no question. What's the ultimate an- yeah. the question, answer to the ultimate question? Like, we don't know what the question is. Sometimes when I ask cats questions, they get confused. <laughs> like, questions <laughs> is kind of a human yeah. thing. I wonder if other yeah. animals don't think in terms of that. Probably not. There's just Ian, facts. There's just... Filthy Jim has a question. Okay. He says, what's your thoughts on the mud flood and Tartaria? We, we talk a lot about that, actually, here in this house. Oh, and yeah. It seems like throughout history, the victor has written history and covered up the past. Mm-hmm. And that has also happened with mud floods, like Atlantis seems to have been covered by mud. Um, so I think a lot of ancient technology has been lost to, to mud. And then, sure. and then the people don't want to. So for those who are not familiar with this conspiracy theory, it's that there was a great planetary civilization right and atlantis then, at least yeah and then oh tartary the tartars yeah and the it got Tartars. wiped out in a mud flood a giant flood and the mud buried a bunch of buildings and then there was a war over the ancient technology and the victors changed history so that we didn't realize we we're actually discovering the remnants of an ancient civilization the, the tartars were actually came from the barbers which means foreigner barbarian mm-hmm. meant Bar-bar-bar. foreigner and yeah. so these tartars were like 
theoretically slaughtered by like the, the the Asians and Russians, and then we're kind of we're told to forget about this ancient Euro Asian gigantic you know civilization of Tartaria. Darius Harvey says Metal Gear Solid, perfect soldier, big boss, is unable to have children. A shadow government wants an heir, so they clone him. Three sons are born. The answer to not tainting the gene pool, make all three infertile. Super soldiers are also infertile. Well, there you go. Yeah. The Chinese super soldiers, they could specifically... I think they're going to be reproducing a lot, especially with the shortage of... uh, It's going to be like Fallout, the super mutants, you know, where they're like gigantic genderless monsters. Probably. There you go. It is trendy now. QWERTY on ice says Sargon's episodes with Joe Rogan aren't on Spotify or YouTube. Wow. There it is. Damn. Carl Benjamin has been axed from the Joe Rogan show. Carl. That's it. It's over anymore. No. See, there you go. That's that's kind of messed up, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it exists somewhere, though. Someone downloaded it somewhere. Bit bit shoot. Isn't that where they get? I mean, somebody had to have archived this. I think when when it was when people saw that Joe's episodes weren't porting over some of them, everyone immediately went and archived every episode. But there you go, right there. He's been unpersoned. Mm. Wow. That's crazy. Tom DiMartino says, Tim, I think Joe's videos are probably unlisted now and not deleted. My theory is that the entire Spotify play is a YouTube flex, and the entire podcast will be back to YouTube eventually. I, I don't think so. I actually had that thought I, that I don't. once his contract with Spotify runs out, he'll make everything public again Maybe. on YouTube. I wonder. I mean, listen, Joe can't do this show forever. Is Joe going to be like a 70-year-old man being like, <laughs> yes. You guys ever tried to? He's going to be young. <laughs> He's going to be one of those 90-year-old, 50-year-olds. Yeah, he really is. I can see it. He's younger than he was two years ago. I know, right? It's crazy. He's going backwards. He supplements a lot. Yeah. Jamie, what? Nick- pull, pull that up. And what? Man. <laughs> old Jamie. Old Jamie and old Joe. A.G. <laughs> Birch says, JRE is popular because he respects cats. Mm-hmm. That may be where your crowd comes from, too, Tim. That's Ooh. right. But but Luke doesn't. I do not. He doesn't. He can't. He's it's mean. okay. There's a lot of taxoplasmy everywhere, and there needs to be Taxoplasmosis. War. Yeah. It's in there. Potato, yeah. potato. There needs Dust- to be. Dustin Works says, Ian, check out Walter Vyth on Secret Societies. He shows you with evidence all roads lead to Rome with the Fed. Tim, realize that Klaus Schwab already said the fourth industrial revolution is humans changing. Dude, this mm-hmm. guy sounds legit. Yep. And the World Economic Forum <laughs> talked about implants and using biotech technologies in, in order to help advanced human civilization. So yeah. Get your neural link. Yeah. Well, Elon Musk is literally working on Come a microchip on. that you put inside of your brain. Don't you want to be able to plug into the Matrix and learn no, Kung Fu in five I seconds? I am okay. Oh, no. I am so I, ready. Never. Okay. Learn Kung Fu? I don't want to wire myself. Would you rather be given unlimited money or would you rather work towards having the money that you earned and worked hard for yourself? Um... That's a tough question. Exactly. Would you rather get a fish or would you have a fishing pole? Well, let, let, if you let, had a choice, hold on, hold on. if you had a choice to let me, work let me answer, for everything let me answer, in your life. Let me or, answer. Go ahead. I'm saying it's a tough question because I'm not thinking about being given money. I wouldn't want to be given a ton of money because money doesn't get you what you want. But in terms of being able to instantly know Kung Fu versus having to train for years to be good at Kung Fu, I kind of want to just be good at Kung Fu. But what you know would what make mean? you happier? What would make you more satisfied? If right now they were like, press enter and you'll be a Kung Fu master, I would be stoked on that. I yeah, but like, then it gets yeah. old, and it's like. But no, no, right. it wouldn't get old because I wouldn't be doing kung fu every day. I would be going about my normal business that I want to go about, but just knowing kung fu. But if you had to work hard for it every single day, you would no, appreciate it. That I think much some more. people. I, what social, I would want. What's your what's your, under, what's your what's your misunderstanding is that I am currently not doing kung fu because I don't care that much. If I was given the ability to just learn kung fu instantly, the Matrix style, and it was passive. I'd totally do it. I'd be stoked on. Yeah, it. but then you would take that to every element of your life, and then you would be spoiled. 
No, you wouldn't. Yeah, you would. I think you would. Some people Why? You would. wouldn't respect anything. You wouldn't need. You wouldn't give a true. damn about anything. You would, I, it's I, like having the cheat codes. You had a video game that's hard. When it's hard, it's actually really fun to play. When you have all the cheat codes. It's but what if the fun. cheat code makes it so it's, you, it's you can, fun for like what if, a day. What if the cheat code is that you can change the color of your shoes? You're going to be like, well, now I'm playing the game, but the, the game's the same. Well, that's but I not it. Color but shoes. if you have a cheat code to do anything, right? But I'm We're not, not talking, talking about, about one specific thing. I'm not saying. I'm talking about everything. I'm saying that if right now, in the context of my life, kung fu would not help me complain on the internet. I would totally be down to just instantly learn kung fu. Well, what, what do you do? Who, who would like, you use against? Who, I wouldn't. Would I just run around doing front flips and stuff. That's not really kung fu. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. I spent no. the first forty years of my life in hard Hardcore, mode, working hard, and I'm now. I know so many geniuses that I want to fly out here to build the laser that I need <laughs> unlimited money. So I would take the unlimited money cheat. Will there be sharks with lasers on top of them? I'm into it. Okay. All right. We got a uh, uh, a really good point here from Clef the Misfit. He says unexpected election outcome. Trump wins his lawsuits, which drives Democrat rage turnout in Georgia, winning them the Senate seats. Dems then impeach and remove Trump and Pence. Pelosi becomes president. Ugh. It's actually a really good point. Could be. If Trump does win this fight, that means the Democrats are definitely going to win in Georgia and they will impeach and remove Trump. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That can't work. Sorry. Wait. That's not possible. Yeah. But Pelosi is the president. We no, need. no, no, no. Stop, stop. This is wrong. Sorry, Clef. You're, you're completely incorrect. The Democrats can only tie the Senate right now. If Trump wins his lawsuits, tiebreaker goes to Trump. And if they tried to impeach Trump, then Pence would t- would break the tie defending oh, Pence and Trump. Okay. So that can't happen. Okay. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We got a bunch of new super chats. Andrew Mike says, hello, all. I think the GOP will win in Georgia. Democrats are low information. It will be hard to get them to come out again. Trump not on the ballot will hurt Dem turnout. That's a good point. Harder to cheat this time. Thoughts? Thanks for all your hard work. I actually said... Without Trump on the ballot, Democrats would win. Actually, it might be the other way around. Yeah. Without Trump on the ballot, they're going to be like, I don't care. If you were a you know? hate, hate Yeah, it's the home. Republicans freaking out right now. You know? The hate vote was strong. Yeah. Megan Stewart says Joe Biden did not campaign, but he did pay Ariana Grande and a bunch of other influencers to campaign to their audiences to vote for him. It's a good point. Yeah. But uh, I think, I, 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 listen, okay, Joe Biden is the greatest president of this well, or any generation. that's unsaid. You Wasn't Cardi B also uh, endorsing No, him? Bernie. No, no, no. And then she did an she interview did with, okay. uh, with yeah. Biden. But, but I just want you to think Biden. about this. Joe Biden didn't campaign. He didn't hold big rallies. He simply appeared. You, you know, I know I know what won. I know what, what did it. What was His it? beautiful eyes. Shrewd and on a shot of pressure. Oh, oh snap. That was the, that was the activation word for mm-hmm. all of those who have been programmed oh by the TVs. Oh, the lizard See, brand. Uh, right. So, so for, the past, uh, uh, for the past four years, the TV has been subliminally saying... When you hear the code word, you will vote for Joe Biden. True and Anna Shabba de pressure. True and Anna Shabba de pressure. And then finally one day, everyone's sitting there, and then Joe Biden goes, True and Anna Shabba de pressure. And then, like, some dude's like hanging out with his girlfriend. He's like, Listen, honey, I'm telling you that I'm going to go vote for Joe Biden. And then she goes, Yes, I and do, we do will vote need for Joe Biden. True international cooperation under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> true international cooperation under pressure. Zachary uh, Cuny says, Tim. Ian was right about using viruses to insert genes oh. into cells. Yes, I learned I, that from Andreas. Actually. I, I, I know that's true. I'm saying they don't use coronaviruses to do it. Well, that we know. I'm of. a chemistry PhD student with a focus on biophysics, and I'd love to talk with you guys about that and the CRISPR babies sometime. Ooh. Oh, CRISPR. AF says, forget the 100 million, Tim. When will your album drop? You see, let me, let me tell you something. I don't know if I, you know, I'm, I'm going to avoid that story because it's, it's, it's personal to a high profile individual. But I'll just say this. At a certain point, you can't buy. Any, you can't buy. You can't. You, you stop being able to buy things. You can't to make your buy life. love. Let's say. Let's say you're. Uh, uh, you want to get from New York to L.A. for an important meeting. What's the fastest way to do it? Uber, airplane. 
Yeah, you go to the you go oh, you yeah. buy a, you, you get a first class ticket, I guess, so you're comfortable as you're going through all the airport BS. You, you can't. I guess at a certain point, if you're really wealthy, you can buy security bypass where you can like take a car into the airport and have to go through security if you have a private plane. Still going to an airport. Still have to go to the airport. Still have to get on a plane. Still have to fly. I guess if you're wealthy enough, a private plane is it's easier. I guess you don't got to worry about security and faster. But for the most part, it's just easier to book a ticket. And it's like hard to charter private planes sometimes unless you own it and then you're super rich, I guess. But at a certain point, you, there's, you, you could only do what humans can do. You can't go, you can't go to Mars. You can't buy money. It's not going to get you there. Elon's trying, but he's, he's paving the way. He's the one who's, who's, you know, he's, he's, he's making that path. But it's not the you know? money. It's the tech. According you're right. to the Israeli professor, there are humans in Mars. You oh. can't buy your way there. I don't know. Well, why wouldn't Elon there? Musk just, you know. Just throw money into way. space. Maybe there's a psyop. But the question about the album, in my opinion, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like the, the, the age of albums is over. Now it's just singles. Yeah. Right, exactly. So yeah. uh, the issue is, the reason I bring up the money thing is recording the music is just a matter of willpower. I have to prioritize. And so I wanna, we, we want to launch this vlog and we're working towards that direction. There's a lot of things we have to do before that the administrative level. And recording music is like, third burner for me we should right now. record the uh, for the vlog record the recording process yeah we could totally That'd do that that's, yeah. that's the way to do it Super right fun. and then you can hear like the isolated vocal tracks and you can be like wow tim's terrible at singing but the song <laughs> came out really good Dude, you were great on the last one well what people don't realize too is if you've ever actually listened to isolated vocal tracks with no effects you realize that most singers for most music are like decent it's rough yeah yeah, yeah it's it's fairly rough it's and, all auto-tuned yeah no 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 not, not auto-tuned like so the stuff i did was not auto-tuned at all it's like, and, and, uh, I can't remember who said it, but they're like, you can tell Tim does like a vibrato, but I'm by no means like a great singer. I can just sing. And so what happens though is there's like reverb added to it, not to make me be sing better, but to mix it with the other instruments Dude, and stuff like that. I was properly. singing in the garage. It's the acoustics are incredible in there. Yep. Oh, yeah, I heard you. I thought I heard yeah, a dying cat. Oh, I was going. <laughs> well, I was we like, like oh, shaking no, off days of rust. I was trying to take a nap. Like, <laughs> I, I kept thinking about you. <laughs> Lone Star Cooking Show says, anyone in the studio, do your best impres impression of Trump telling the nation aliens exist. Example, I know the best aliens. Nobody knows more aliens than me. <laughs> the radical left aliens are trying to bring socialism. DC says, hey, Tim, have you considered making a Discord server? I will not make a Discord server. How come? And, um, because it gets raided immediately by psychopaths who post psych psychotic things. And then the left will go in. Oh, write a bunch of you. crazy stuff, screenshot it, and then post it saying it was somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yep. Easiest thing in the world. Nah. I'm not interested in that. Yeah, I, I was quoting a news story from Vox that was making a racist argument, and then it was screenshot out of context, and then leftists tried using it to get me banned. Could be do something yeah. we could do with like uh, people that pay like a monthly part of that subscribe monthly we could have are, access to a server or something. We are yeah. setting up a members only server. So everybody who's, you know, signed up will have access to exclusive content, live streams. That's gonna be part of the vlog stuff we're doing. So what we're going to start doing too is like at the end of shows, a bonus segment that will go up on the website exclusive for members. The reason for it is I've actually been really bad at monetizing um, compared to a lot of other people. So there are people with way like so I'll put it this way. A subscriber, a paying subscriber is worth money. A YouTube subscriber is someone who just follows you. So if, if, you know, so I've got like, um, millions of followers. If they were all giving a dollar or two dollars a month or five dollars a month, then I'd have that hundred million dollars a year. You know, I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of money. Then I could build and do whatever I want. 
Instead, I've been relying on, you know, super chats, which are good, but kind of random. We don't know what it's going to come out to. Ad revenue is random. It goes up and down. January is going to yeah. be miserable for everybody because yeah. ad rates just tank, especially the election's over. So viewership's going down. Ad rates are going oh, down. Oh, because end of year budget, people just dump their advertising yeah. budget. December and- goes crazy, but then January, there is no budget, yeah. so no one's spending. Mm-hmm. I just sell shirts. So. But so, so I'm <laughs> thinking cool. about like... Um, Instead of just kind of mass producing tons and tons of content, we should probably do tons of content, but an actual base, you know, I'll put it this way. You're actually better off having 100,000 hardcore fans who, who love you and not being all that famous and, and then getting like 50,000 to pay five bucks a month because then you're super rich. You don't have to worry about getting canceled for the most part. You have millions of followers. You're relying on ad revenue. You can make a lot of money, but then you're a huge target. Yeah. Because you have, you know, so it's like, we got to figure out. So, you know, I, I pull back a little bit. I'm producing three less segments per day. We're moving, we're, we're doing more segments on this show, which you probably noticed we broke things up into segments uh, this, this, this time around to actually. Yeah, I think it's 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 more formulaic. You know? We've been um, investigating getting a giant laser and CNC machine to produce like um, stuff that we can sell, like cups with like Tim Cast etched into them yep. and things. So if you guys are interested in that kind of thing, uh, well, Twitter, so tweet me about that. This is kind of the balance. I'm like, you know, at a certain point, you can only grow so much, but we want to create a better place for people to hang out and have fun. I mean, just like Luke was walking around in a ghillie suit the other day because he's because he's ridiculous. We were testing oh. it out. For Test next to the Christmas uh-huh. tree, right? Yeah. It was serious logistics. He uh, stood next to, to the Christmas tree. I could look like a Christmas tree. He could, next yes, to he could. Our new Ron Paul started. He looked Christmas like a Wookiee. But uh, uh, also, I don't I, I don't know if I sh- should I mention who came over to hang out the other day. You should. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't he think posted it. He posted it on Instagram. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, James cool. O'Keefe. Oh, that's right. In the photos, yeah, James O'Keefe was hanging out. Yeah, and he was DJing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, strange. I, I was like, "Are you kidding? Are you pranking me, man?" And then he like literally whooped so out creative. the whole DJ we, we set. We should have filmed it, yes, because then we could have been that like, been so much fun." Like James O'Keefe for some reason came to my house and started DJing for us. Yeah, and he, yeah. You, know, you know what he did? He am, am I am I giving away his secrets if I tell people? What I don't he, think he so. Okay, us. I'm saying I'm telling. I'm saying sorry, James. I'm telling everyone your secret. He played his Retracto song, the oh, Correction Alpaca, mixed with Billy Jean, and he was DJing. And I'm like, I'm sitting there. We were watching the Santa Claus too. All right. While James O'Keefe was DJing. That's right. amazing. And we had ordered. Uh, yeah, money can't buy this kind of well, quality. I know. Yeah, I know. It was fantastic. <laughs> I'm is, like, it's like a fever probably dream. film this because it's weird. <laughs> but when we have people, co- like when we have guests, like we, we hang out for kind of kind of a bit. We and there's do, like yeah. we're playing skee ball we and so doing games. So yeah, James was like, when's, when's the next time we're all going to be hanging out? And I'm like, in the FEMA camps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll be fun. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Vmole one says, Bob Loblaw's law blog, Lobs Law Bombs. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Arrested Development. <laughs> Bob Loblaw's Law Blog. I also like in uh, uh, 30 Rock, um, was it? The, the Rural Juror. And oh, then no. she's like, the movie she's in is called The R- Rural Juror. But she keeps saying The Rural Juror. And they're like, The Rural Juror? The, the Rural Juror. <laughs> and then she and then the sequel is Urban Fervor. Urban oh Fervor. They can't figure out what they're saying. I love it. Crimson ID says, the AP has called the existence of aliens an astronomical impossibility. Are they going to put a fact check on this video? Yeah. It'd be Probably, hilarious. Yeah. They're like, there are no aliens. I'm looking Don't look behind the curtain. Brewmaster Monk says, we need things to take actual effort with real trade-offs so that our activities and skills represent our personal values. It's a sexual selection thing. Else we would fall into existential despair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like if we all had everything, access to everything, yeah. existential despair. Maybe. Yeah. But then maybe we oh, get yeah. past it. Who knows? No. I don't think Video games get boring when you could do anything and everything. 
TJ Rainman says, Tim, I'm missing the segments on the on the day to day. With my limited amount of time to look for news, I really value your multiple videos each day. Yeah. But what we're doing is we're taking segments from this show in the 6 p.m. slot now. So I'm on my on my other channels. I'm doing I'm no longer doing six six fifteen and six thirty, which were the short ten minute segments, because that really like it takes it, those are three stories. They're shorter, but it's a lot more. Rapid fire, yeah. yeah, but it's research. So like each story requires a, a certain amount of research to where it's like tracking down stories, comparing them, kind of fact checking a little bit, and then doing three doing six. These 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 last three are shorter and don't you know? It's just I don't know. It was a it was the biggest burden to like reduce to do the to, to do the vlog and I just think we got to build culture like having that video where you like if we had a video where you could see James O'Keefe DJing this That'd song so it would be humanizing in a lot of ways that people don't understand about James they like these, these leftists have this view of him like he's some evil mustache twirling villain or something <laughs> you just see him hanging out like eating yeah, or when we were playing basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Luke did a bank shot off the six-foot mini ramp and got it into the hoop. On your Instagram. That video got 70,000 views That's on Instagram. Amazing. That's pretty That's what I'm talking about. More pointless stuff like that. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that <laughs> yeah. it's pointless. I'm joking. I'm joking. The, the, the idea is, are we connecting with the younger generation by talking about top-level politics and stuff? Probably Sometimes. not. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, probably not. Yeah. We lose and people. So, yeah. It's not about losing people. It's about inspiring younger people to, to like, we want people to understand and agree with us. Well, we've got to we've got to approach them in in a bunch of different ways. We can't just keep talking about esoteric political issues and think they're going to know or care. Yeah, you can't you know? berate them, and you got to have fun doing what you're doing, That's and you got to show people that side of it. And I really think there's a place that millennials and Gen Z really need friends. I think that if you can kind of step into that and kind of be their friend, they need yeah, role models yeah, because they have very poor too. role models that's everywhere out true. there. You look at every TV show how they highlight and and focus on a man. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is it's bad. A mess, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Jacob Diaz says the left isn't all that opposed to the concept of borders. They would just have them situated in a way that a, a way that uh, a way they obstruct the individual above all else. Jeffrey Perrine says, please consider letting me on your show. I think I can prove the Bible, the flood giants, new world order, the mark 2000 year old text that has info that at least needs to be disclosed. I mean, that's actually pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I would listen to it. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about having like a pastor or somebody. Yeah, do you want to write down Jeffrey Perrine? Or actually, should we have him? Uh, is, do, do we have the, the the public email? Yeah, spin the UFO. Spin Ooh, the I UFO. Checked it in a while. Yeah. <laughs> email cool. spin the UFO at gmail.com. I will check it for you. Ralph Misk says, check Luke, but it's like C Z E C. Oh. Hey, Tim, 1983 is a polia take Orwell's 1984 on Netflix. Okay. Uh, Alice Beale says, hey, Tim, what if aliens also believe in God? Like if there was an alien Jesus, which is why they are peaceful and don't like human violence, maybe. Or what if they have like, what if, what if they actually have their own kind of like alien Jesus and he's called like alien, you know, Juan, alien Juan. Yeah. And then they come here and they're like, clearly Juan is the one true prophet of God. And then we're like, no, it's not. And then all the different, what if like, what if it's a very similar religion? Like, no, think about it. Like. You know, we have all these shared myth, like uh, um, mythos, yeah. mythos around worshiping the star and, 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 and a bunch of different cultures. Yep. What if aliens came and had the same things? I bet they will. That'd be crazy. Worshiping like, the they star. They have a God man. and they have, you know, allegory. The, and, the story God. of Christmas repeats culturally through mm, many civilizations. Does. Yeah. Logan Foster says, watch the phenomenon. It's a documentary about UFOs, a recent podcast from Joe Rogan with James Fox and Jacques Val Valley talked about it. 
Also, watch the Tom DeLonge podcast with Joe Rogan. Interesting. Yeah. It's too bad. I think they've been removed from YouTube. Tom DeLonge is one of the key people fighting for uh, revealing information about UFOs. He would be great to talk to. So yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. I've, I, I, when I, was, I was a big fan of Blink-22 when I was a little kid. I still I love Blink. Same. Yeah, we, should, we, should, we should. Tom, if you're listening, or if someone knows Tom, big fan, you should uh, come on the show and talk about aliens. Absolutely. Let's play some music while you're here. Brewmaster Monk. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we'll jam too. That'd be a fun vlog. Brewmaster Monk says, what happens to a world... That is dependent on matrix level tech and tech and the tech breaks. Are you willing to make a baby with someone who's only adapted to pushing buttons? If she's hot. That's that's, that's the <laughs> no, crazy. That's the crazy thing. Like I got to get to know her first. No, but like I, you, you got to know how to survive a zombie apocalypse, man. Well, and I can't be carrying you and the zombies are coming. Right. If if we're so dependent on technology, what's going to happen if there's a solar flare? Well, and everyone has microchips in their sticks brain. and stones. I got oh, a Faraday cage with a microwave inside of it and a computer inside the microwave. So I'm good. See, in the land of the technologically addicted and a but solar a flare, the man with the Faraday cage cell the phone the is book. king. Or yes. with just skills yes. that he learns how to be in the wild by himself. Books, yes. That's, I'll tell you what. You learn your survival skills. Nope. I'll take my cell phone with solar charger, crank charger backups in my Faraday, double Faraday cage. And then when you're like, listen... I know how to catch a chicken. I'm going to be like, I can tell you how to make gunpowder. I will make you the chicken. And then in I will make you the apocalyptic world. <laughs> I'll be like Alex Jones looking looking at you like you're my neighbor. Listen, listen. Oh, <laughs> if the the apocalypse happened and all technology got burned out and one person had a cell phone that was like had a you bunch of Imagine imagine it didn't even have anything downloaded on it. It just had like stored in the RAM like some Wikipedia files. That person would be like if, the most valuable yeah. and, person. And you that probably, the holy grail. that person right. probably wouldn't tell anyone that they had it because someone would try and take it. So yeah. did that actually happen in history? Like you think about the cover up of Atlantis, it was lost. So if, if these people really had the secrets of like Dude. agriculture, they wouldn't have told us. I have a good idea for a short film. It's like a bunch of like kind of primitive people and they're tracking down like the tree of knowledge. The, you know, it's a magical device that's said to, to, to grant you the ability to, to understand the world. And so they're having this big battle and finally they like make their way to the, to the enemy fortress. They break in. There's a war and people are dying. One guy finally makes it through, kicks the door in. And then there it is. It's an iPhone. And yeah. then you, and then it like it zooms out and it's, and it's actually the world they're in is like 2000 years after the fall of civilization. And the iPhone has still survived and it's all like selfies and uh, no, 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 private no. pictures. No, like it's been like, it's like horribly maintained by like a really old guy and there's like a solar charger on it and they're reading through like ancient knowledge and stuff. LOL text messages. I was thinking about doing a movie <laughs> where the main character is the cell phone and it just follows it like people get killed and the phone drops and someone else picks it up and it like the movie follows. And then the and then at the end, it turns out the phone was the villain the whole time. Ooh, the phone's a person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Let's see. There is a high likelihood the phone will have like 200 selfies of a girl in there. Yeah, no doubt. All of them do. It Kenrick, Kenrick Grunwald says, have you have you ever heard of the missing 400, the 411? 411 or the trend of people mysteriously going missing in national parks mm. aliens oh, mm -hmm. knew it. tito latino says fence sitter keep up the good work voting in basketball arenas made for an irregular and interesting influence plus amazing aliens christmas story the star from the twilight zone mm. brewmaster monk says the aliens are a lie you can tell because it's an israeli and they're tr uh, i'm not gonna read that, that was mean <laughs> yeah no 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 uh v bent says the entire joe rogan experience is on the pirate bay there Whoa. you go oh, okay. nice Paul Viter says, hey, Tim, what if the aliens are the angels who were kicked out of heaven and they mean to bring about end times as in revelations? Keep culture alive. 
That's I thought so. I was talking about religious people believing that yeah. aliens are actually fallen demons or angels. Yes. So, nah. That's what, what people if, believe. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying there's three kind of belief systems what when if, it comes what to if, this. What if the Bible was just propaganda? Yeah. Seems and, like it yeah. is. Propaganda, right? Like a history it, book, it seems but like propaganda. There's a lot of institutional powers trying to make sure people don't believe in it. God, God is, won and and cast Satan down to earth or whatever or to hell or whatever. See, history is written by the winners. There you go. Yeah, a good point. I think yeah. the angels took a bunch of like I think Adam or no no not Adam Michael was one of the archangels and th these dudes used to take a bunch of psychedelics and sit in a group and meditate and they started to have these group meditations where they'd be like God is speaking to us and they'd be like yes we're all hearing it we're all seeing it. But the voice would come through Michael, and he would be like, I'm speaking God. And then they became like this cult. And then Lucifer was like, these guys are out of their minds. Let me talk to the plebes and give them the power of all this. And, and they were like, no, he's a bad guy. Lucifer, stop. And then they created a war, and there was all this. There are light theories bringer. out there that religion was brought by a lot of mushrooms. So that's a theory. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, believe. we have now gone from aliens exist. There's military weapons wiping everybody out. And then Joe Rogan's leaving YouTube. Yes. And then finally, people are taking mushrooms yes. and creating a religion. Yeah, Thanks for hanging out, everybody. <laughs> Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at TimCast. You can check out my other channels, YouTube.com slash TimCastNews and YouTube.com slash TimCast. Subscribe, hit the like button, hit the notification bell. We are live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify. And if you haven't already, no, seriously, go check us out there and subscribe because if you miss the show, you can watch it there. But we also do put up clips throughout the day. Um, the day after the show, so you actually get you know clips from the show on on each individual segments, which a lot of people tend to watch more than the show. But uh, Luke, thanks for hanging out. You can follow Luke, of course. I am still uh, you know kidnapped here for now. We'll see what happens. You could find my work on YouTube.com forward slash We Are Change. We Are Change on YouTube. Luke, We Are Change on Twitter and Instagram. So, yeah. Right on. And there's some other people in the room, I guess. Oh, holler! <laughs> follow me all over the internet. At Ian Crossland. And hey, Luke, mm -hmm. before we go, tell me a little bit about your merchandise and where I can buy. Uh, you are too nice to me. Teesprings.com <laughs> forward slash store forward slash we are changing. You can get shirts like the one I'm wearing right Super now that cool. says make Orwell fiction again. Oh, I love it. Yeah. There you go. Right. And of course, you can, you can follow at Sour Patch Lids. You can. You can follow me, Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S, on Twitter if you want to. I don't know why you would want to, but I am there. I want to. We are back tomorrow, the day of the safe harbor deadline, to discuss what is happening with Donald Trump's legal challenge to become president tomorrow's gonna be one of, the, one of the most important days because if the challenges aren't resolved it could theoretically put electoral college votes into purgatory and then joe biden doesn't win so we'll see how it plays out make sure you tune in for that and we will see you all tomorrow bye guys